bit of a the intro thing. Is it, make sure it's like actually recording yeah. <laughs> the, the no rain checks interview oh, yeah, where you heard about that? Yeah. <laughs> i watched it i yeah, watched it yeah we uh, we did an entire episode and nothing happened oh so we're God. good it's recording All everything's right. good sweet that's Shut awesome <laughs> you're making me look like a monster on camera yeah right i was gonna actually suggest that i sit in this chair and then we get like a weird view type thing going <laughs> on so it looks like we're the same height <laughs> maybe we'll just turn this right here God. Yeah, and then the camera just goes falling off yeah. the table. And all right, we'll, we'll keep all that. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, so this is interviews with everyday people. This is uh, Monster Man sitting here with <laughs> Billy Trey. Um, yeah. yeah, you're so little on my yeah, on camera. Yeah, no, it's, Look at that. it's a That's great like, thing. It's, I actually appreciate it, like the height <laughs> thing. And the uh, so, like, anytime that I shave, people think I'm way younger than I am. Mm -hmm. So, like, at my job... When I'm working there, they'll always think it's my first day. Really? Yeah, like I literally had a guy call in the one day. I don't want to like say what my job is. Yeah. But I work at a game store. Okay. And so if you liked games, you would stop there. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> what happened is one time a dude called in and was like, "Can I talk to your manager?" I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, sure." And I handed it to my manager at the time, and he was like, "Yes, how can I help you? Let me check up that game. Yeah, the price is twenty bucks. Okay, have a great night." And then he hung up, and he was like, why the fuck couldn't you do... Like, he's like, yeah. why didn't you take that call? I'm like, he didn't... He wanted to manage her. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's so weird. But, um, yeah. I, I used to love going to that place, um, but I started, I bought everything digitally, so... Ah, yes. It, it turned... It, well, only because I had a problem with, like, oh, I really want to get this game, and I'm impatient, and I don't want to wait till payday, oh, yeah. so I'll trade in four games to get it, and then I trade those four games, and I'm like, why did I do that? Like, I'm an idiot. Like, so I, I, I like the digital sales. So, like, I like to just re-download it, play it, put it no, back. No, I, I got you, yeah. It's, see, for me, like, I like, I just, I like physical copies mm -hmm. of anything, pretty much. Like, even if I buy a vinyl and never listen to it, just the fact that I it's own there. it, it's there. And, like, that's, like, that falls into, like, the music aspect of things where, like, people can listen online to anything that a band puts out. And then... But what I like to do is if I'm listening to it, if I like it enough, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's a weird respect thing in my mind or no, not 100%. even respect, but like, just like a, I feel like I appreciate it. So I'm like, here's my money. Support mm -hmm. you. This, you're getting like a dollar from this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's, there's not many people out there like that anymore. Like how people always say like, we're planning the scoop stock. And uh, the biggest thing right now is, is uh, a lot of people are saying they don't want to go because it's in, in, in Andreas. Mm. And I was like, okay. Uh, but realistically, if it was in Pottsville, you probably still wouldn't go either. Yeah. Because people talk a big game like they want to support music, but how many shows are at Goodfellas every week and 30 people show up? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. There's like a weird, there's a whole thing about like what I've noticed is your friends are going to come see you mm -hmm. or family or in my case, family and friends are going to come see you. And the biggest part is like finding a group that has the fans, mm -hmm. so to speak. And just being able to be like, oh, you could be a fan of me too, or whatever, yeah. something like that. But like, it's so rare. <clears throat> it's so rare because those people come from different areas that yeah. aren't even this area, and it's like, it's it's shitty. Yeah. Because Trip and Billy's was like the genuine place for genuine people, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And I was only there a couple times because I played there. Mm -hmm. But it was so cool to see all the people that went there and got to meet some of them. Meet some of them. Yeah. I would say meet. 
But I saw them yeah. dancing, and I was like, okay, this is cool. <laughs> like, I don't know how I remember, to explain I remember it. when uh, one of the last Trippin' shows, because I, I didn't jump on the Trippin' Chill train until la- very late as well. Yeah. And uh, the one show where they're like, Billy, come up and sing. And you're like, no, no. And I literally just picked you up. <laughs> yeah. And Japan Ford And show. put you on stage. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that was fun. I, I think... I'm still weird like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like to get on stage when there's another band playing. Like, my mom did it first. Like, her band was the first people to do that. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, they would play this tantric song. And it sounded like, it was like the same as the Hollywood Undead song. Like, Undead. So mm-hmm. I would just come up at, like, 12 years old. And I'd be screaming. I'd be like, Undead. Like, I don't know how to scream. But I'm, yeah. like, screaming in the mic. And there's, like, 10-year-olds that I know that are like, oh, my God, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, roll roots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but... Even now, I'm just, I don't know. I'm starting to embrace it more. Like, yeah. I like to go on stage and stuff, but... I think you do it very, you do it right, though. You, you, <laughs> you don't put yourself up there. You, you wait for your permission mm-hmm. or the, the request. Then you go up, you do your thing, and then you go back and enjoy the I show. I just don't want to seem like... There's a lot of people, and it's not just in the area, but there's like a lot of people that will go out of their way to get on a stage with a band, and it's just like, oh, the vi- like the vibe's not there. Yeah, It's not like... It's just, it's a weird experience for me. And yeah. so I'm just like, I guess so. <laughs> well, you you perceive, you perceive me, and this is not a bad thing at all, but you perceive music, the music and the music business, industry and business, especially even the local scene in a different aspect because of the, your, your upbringing. Yeah. You have a completely different, <laughs> like, like someone who's like, most kids your age are even c- coming up in it. Even people that are in bands now, you, you've, maybe not have experienced it but you've been around it you have some you have a little bit of a like you have you, have, you, you, you your thanksgiving and christmas dinners are sitting around probably talking music yeah and shows and, yeah definitely you know I mean? it's, like, it's like that's that's like a genuine that's a yeah i'm saying genuine a lot i'm noticing it i'm gonna stop <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try to Don't stop but yourself. it's, Just let it it's like uh it's it's um yeah no that's a real thing it's weird too because it's just like my grandfather would be so like, how was your week or weekend or whatever? And I'll tell him what bands I saw or something like that. And he'll be like, the next day there'll be a post about what bands I saw and like a yeah. song and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I don't know. I like it. It also feels like there's a weird standard to live up to within that sort of family. It's like so tight knit. It, it like... is. There, there is. But I, I think that the way that your family has put itself out there as they're as very humble, genuine and uh and very supportive of one another when it comes to music that if if you were to come up from a family of like i don't don't, this is not this at all or i'm just putting this as an example Mm -hmm. like where maybe someone's like oh we know we're good and we're kind of like snobs about it yeah but that's not how the collins are at all like everyone's like super supportive of one another you know i mean And, and, and so i think when like now you coming out i think more people are embracing you because of you carry that same demeanor as as everybody else in your family, and people are like, "Oh man, he's cool as hell." <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 yeah. It's, I mean, I try to be cool. Yeah, I wasn't cool in high school or anything like that. Oh, that was an easy thing that I did. I didn't fun. go to high school. I was actually like cyber schooled really? through high school. Yeah. So you seem to have like a really good like not oh you had like a really good school. Thing, like going on you you like a compliment your school a little bit or at least like teachers from your school and for as me is like i had like two cool teachers yeah and like everything else was just kind of shit yeah. <laughs> and like and and it's just like i don't know i don't want to bash my school it could be way different now listen I, 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 can, I, went to I can definitely just... say a lot more 
negativity about my school and some of the people I went to school with. I'd rather focus on like the, the good I, that's, thing. That's what yeah. I do. Like, I, I'll be honest. Like, I was picked on. I was <laughs> I was bullied. I was beat up. Mo- kindergarten, middle school, and then kind of coming into high school, it stopped because I just stopped taking it and I stopped yeah. caring. Like when I was younger, I'd like, oh my god, like I would like show emotion, and then the bullies really fed on that. Um, like, I mean, I can go into horror stories, but it's just, it's just not good to dwell on it. No, I and and I, I have a lot of, I do have other like younger people who do listen to this, and uh, they go through it right now. And I and I try to tell them like, hey, listen, like everyone's gone through it. Yeah, like, literally every person. And, and it will it once you get out of it, it goes away. Yeah. Like there's people, there's kids who are were, were some of the biggest bullies to me growing up now. Then they see me out and they have a full conversation about me and they compliment me what I'm what I'm doing and stuff. Oh yeah, that's like the best thing too mm-hmm. is that like not letting it get to you and then years later they're like, hey, you're kind of cool. Yeah. Or like the chick from middle school that was like totally not into you or yeah. your friend group and they're like, oh, you're so weird. And then like years later they're like, oh, you're kind of hot. Like, yeah. Oh, you're you a cutie. Guitar. Why didn't we talk <laughs> then? Oh, because you you were saying I was ugly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, my oh <laughs> my so. Oh, shit. Got it. So when I was younger, I was a way bigger kid. I don't know if you've ever seen any pictures or anything, because my family shares stuff, but, like, I don't know if that stuff ever pops up. But, like, I was, like... I. It looks like I ate myself now, back then. (laughs) Like, I was just... Yeah, I mean, chubby could be the word. I don't know. (laughs) I was big, like... And I think the funniest thing is, like, I loved SNL and, like, sketch comedy groups, Mm -hmm. so, like... I'll be like nine watching the whitest kids you know. Yeah. Like, oh, he's hammering my butt. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just. <laughs> but so I really liked Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. And it was a weird thing because when I was a kid, I would pretty much just do anything to make people laugh. Yeah. I, don't know, I enjoyed that. But I also, at the same time, was like a really shitty part. Like, I was just. I was a terrible child. Like, I got into so much trouble with my parents and not, like, the police or anything, but, like, I think I snuck out one time and stuff to go play video games at a friend's house, and then the next morning I texted my mom. I was like, hey, this person's taking me to school. Okay, bye. I love you. I didn't sneak out. I just came here in the morning when I woke up. Yeah. And she was like, I, I, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, no, she never said that. <laughs> my mom was always really awesome about, like, everything. So... Like, the way that I was raised pretty much was, like, if you get in trouble, like, it's on you, you know? She didn't, she grounded me, but she grounded me for, like, an hour because I was, like, I was, like, her kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, um, there's a time where we grew up, because I don't want to go, like, too into it, but, like, my parents split up when I was younger. I don't know. And, it, like, I don't entirely remember it because I was young. Yeah, you were young. Just not... I wasn't focused on that, mm-hmm. you know? I was focused on playing video games and listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I definitely had a favoritism thing where I was like, if you buy me this, I'll, I'll love you more than more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, there was like, def- that was definitely a thing as a kid. I see it all the time now, too. And I'm like, I see it in my brother sometimes now with like my stepdad and my mom. And I'm just like, oh, you're such a dick. But you're only you're only six. He's yeah. six now. He just yeah. turned six. And man, I'm swearing way too much because he's gonna <laughs> he's probably gonna watch this, and I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, man. I don't don't say bad words. Yeah, don't say bad words. Yeah, <laughs> I can do it because I'm an idiot. But yeah. you're smarter than me. Like, <laughs> but no, I definitely remember like growing up, and 
I grew up with my mom, and so we lived, like, with my grandparents for a little bit, because we moved out, stuff happened, and, like, I don't know, my mom was, like, my best friend for Mm -hmm. my whole life, pretty much, and sometimes it feels like I don't show how much I love her, but I do tell her I love her when I see her, because it's, like, I don't know, it's not every time, because you say I love you to someone all the time, it's just, like, it's just a word, it's just a word, Yeah. yeah, and... So I'm just, I prefer to be a very, like, real person. Yeah. And, like... That's why when people are like, oh, Tony, like, uh, so, so my wife yells at me, she goes, uh, can you, like, stop hugging everyone you meet? Like, that's my way of showing, like, like, if I give a shit about you or I think you're a cool person, yeah. I'm a hug, like, I hug, per- like, I'm a hugger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's not just, like, I'm not trying to be creepy or, like, like I just, if you're someone that's in my circle... And yeah. I give a shit about you. you I'm I'm gonna hug you when I see you. I That's just you. how I am. Like yeah, yeah. So I I don't. I maybe I won't say I love you as much. Nah. Yeah. I mean I do. Like there's some people. <laughs> there's some friends out there. Like when other people see like you I say I love you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so to a guy, I'm like hell yeah. I think Eddie. I think I say every time I see Eddie, I'm like I love you, man. Yeah, Eddie. Like, yeah. He's like <laughs> Eddie, Steve Fulton. Yeah, there are certain people that I'll drop and I love you too because I I genuinely mean it. Like I yeah. like they're just good people. Like it's it's really. I don't want to say it's really hard to find good people because I've been really fortunate and blessed uh, in this area. Like, you know, meeting Steve Fulton and Dave Cantwell, and, and I'd, I'd never really hung out in the possible mm-hmm. crowd. And then just meeting the, the possible crowd, and, and then it's like, I, I, and branching out and meeting new people and finding this scene and meeting all these cool people, man. It's, it's, it's awesome, man. Everyone's really supportive of one another for the most part. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that talk about other people, but yeah. I don't dwell on that either. And I if think, you are, then that's your own problem. I but, think it happens to everyone at some point in time mm-hmm. where you just like, cause I've totally done it before where I've been like, oh, that band, like, fuck that. Like, why does that band matter? Like, yeah. it's just, but it's just like not out to like because i don't care what people think that i think yeah as long as people are progressing in their own lives like the way that i take negativity is like if you're going to be negative towards me if you don't like a song that i play or if you can play a song better then do it and i'll support you in doing so and Mm -hmm. like i'll help you and teach you or whatever like i don't want i just don't think there's any point in trying to fight fight violence with violence or fire with fire like that just literally that entire saying is just Oh, let's throw more fire on this fucking fire, and then maybe mm-hmm. it's gonna put itself out. Like yeah. what? No, yeah. that's not I, how I, that works. I like the term uh, <laughs> "an eye for an eye, leave the world blind." Like, yeah. If you just, you know, what I mean, it's just, you're not gonna. The old me, yeah, I'll throw some fire on some oh, stuff. Or sure. I'll, I'll throw some fists, but that's just that's not who I am anymore. I'm just like, and I'm, I'm I'm better for not being that person. But it's it's definitely cool. Now, um, how you were saying before, you're into video games and stuff. Yeah. What, are, what are some of your faves? Oh, geez. we're gonna get nerdy real quick, people. Um, so. Yeah, I'll just be like, the my favorite game of all time is Conker's Bad Fur Day, which okay. is kind of weird and funny. Like and way past good. your time, too. Yeah, well, not way past my time. It's like, if I was born three years before, it would have been the same time. So You're 20. <laughs> yeah. Conker's Bad Fur Day. It was like 96, right? Around there. Yeah. It was N64. Yeah. So my brother's 20 as well. Or maybe it did no, come out in 99. He's 21. Yeah. Yeah, my brother's 21. I remember when he played N64, he was still in diapers. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I was doing. I think I was... The vivid memory that I have, and this could be my mind lying to me, is like me and my dad sitting together, and there was like a TV, and we're playing Conker's Bad Fur Day together. I don't know if that's a real thing, but like <laughs> that's how I remember it. That could be a thing. I used to have like a... Was it... 
a fire truck or a race car bed. I think it was a race car bed. It was red. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Um, and it's. I mean, this is going a little off topic, but I think it's a funny story to tell, and it just shows you like how bad of a kid I was. Um, so Congress Bad Friday is awesome, by the way. But <laughs> it was one of the first peach like like rated R type games too. Yeah, it was definitely for the yeah, N64. And mature, and yeah. mature, yeah. And uh, so I'm three playing it, <laughs> and but my mom's like, okay, it's time for bed, and I'm like, okay, get me chocolate milk. Because I would always drink chocolate milk and fall asleep in bed, and my mom would have to sleep with me or I wouldn't fall asleep because I needed the TV on or something, like, just with me. And she wouldn't get me chocolate milk. And apparently, um, I got up in the middle of the night, grabbed chocolate syrup out from the fridge, ran into the room, and I was like, I wanted chocolate milk or something (laughs) like that. And I just sprayed it all over my mom, all over the bed, and everything. And my dad comes in, and he's like, shit. It's like, yeah, I was like yeah, a horrible child. Yeah. I don't think it stems from video games, though. No, I was like no. three or four doing yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah, you would have choked out. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, me and my brother, we're, me and my little brother, eleven years apart. So I pretty much raised my brother. Like, so you, like I said, you're about the same right age now, as my brother, yeah. and it's just like. He does some stuff like back in the day. I would never, I never <laughs> physically punch my brother in the head or in the face no. or anything. But I would, I would throw him around. Like I would, yeah. Yeah, he would get tossed around. I, I, I don't throw my brother around, but like he'll be like want to fight, like jokingly, and then he'll start hitting me. And he's six, so it's like yeah, he's a kid, you know. But he can hit, like yeah. he he can punch you really hard. You know, he got like bony, bony ass knuckles. Like it's not <laughs> like I don't know. He's so skinny, too. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He's, like, the strongest child ever. I think he's, like, the best thing, though, that ever happened in my life, probably. Like, because, what? So, I'm 20. He's 6. So, he came around when I was, like, 14. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was... That's, like, I hit, like, peak depression at that point. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Just, like, that teenager thing. Yeah, you go through and you're, like, oh, I'm sad. Oh, a hot chick, and I'm sad again. Like, yeah. it's a, but weird, awkward boner in yeah. between there. Oh my god, those are the worst. <laughs> You're like, I didn't even do anything, dude. Just sit. Like, I just remember one time sitting in English class in like fifth grade, maybe, maybe sixth grade. And this is so weird. Like, I know my whole family's gonna watch this. They're gonna you're be like, you. "Man, he's twenty now. This is weird." Like, I'm, I'm sure Eddie's gonna love it though. Oh, Eddie's Eddie. I guarantee he's just gonna be like, "Yo, look at this video." <laughs> like, <laughs> he's talking about awkward boner. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. So, <laughs> I remember being in okay fifth or sixth grade, and the English teacher was like this older lady. I don't want to say her name. Because I don't know if anyone's related to her. I don't want it to be weird. But like she gave you boner. No, she didn't. <laughs> I just she was like, now read out to the class, and I was reading the words, and it was like something about like her dress tightly to her body, and my my mind was like, oh god, <laughs> like, here we go, here we go. And then uh, and I was like, can I go to the bathroom? And I remember like grabbing my textbook and walking out with me, and I'm like, they're gonna question me why. Like, this I wanted is to really be read this. So, yeah, yeah it's I, like I had the shit, and I really wanted to read this chapter. Yeah, it's just I can't. You know, it's hard for me to get onto the toilet since I'm like four feet tall, so I just step feet swing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah you use your book to get yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's a good excuse. That's I thought. Really good excuse. Think of that that's awesome (laughs) yeah um but since you said about eddie i remember one time 
So I used to be into sports a little bit. Mm-hmm. I played football and baseball and hockey, and I wrestled for like a year. I did not like wrestling. Wrestling was awful. That's just a personal thing. <laughs> like I just, I, I'm sorry. I just spit like all over there. But like that's just a personal thing. I cannot. I enjoyed I wanted to do wrestling until I found out it's not what I watched on TV. No. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I, and I then heavy chairs. You ever see that South Park episode yeah. where they're like, "He's having my baby." Yeah. <laughs> I had 14 abortions. <laughs> she had 14 abortions. This <laughs> is like, oh my god. <laughs> we're not making fun of abortions. No, no, we're, it's we're it. quoting in the South Park episode. Yeah, I mean, if you're offended by South Park, you're probably still offended. <laughs> but oh man. Yeah. So, yeah, Eddie, uh, he was. He's a pretty big influence on my music taste, mm-hmm. I think, in general. Like, him and his friends, because I just grew up with him, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, essentially, he was you, and yeah. I was your brother in yeah. that aspect of things, and now I'm you, and my brother is your brother. Well, how you were saying before, how, like, 14 <laughs> years old, so my, me, I was 11 when my brother came around, mm-hmm. and I didn't really take it into consideration till I was about 13, 14, but I remember, like... I, I was doing some stuff I shouldn't have been doing. I could have easily went down a path because around that 14, 15 year old age, it sounds crazy to think about now, but in, in Monty City, like I had friends that were starting to experiment with like drugs and alcohol. Oh, at it's that age. Pottsville, dude. It's crazy. It's, Pottsville. it's crazy to even think about at 14 or 15 years old. But my my, I had one path of friends who took one way, and I was kind of with them, and I started walking that path. Yeah. And then I remember being like. You know, like, I live in a town where everybody knows everybody. Everyone knows, like, I would get in trouble, and they'd be like, I'm going to tell your dad. I'm like, well, that's not good. You know yeah, what I mean? that's like, not what that's I want. Like, you, can't, you can't be slick. Like, you're going to be found out. So then I'd be like, all right. So then my brother started come, like, coming up, and I'm like, like, and I started thinking about it. Like, whatever I do now, even to this day, I still think of this. Like, whatever I do now, you're not just speaking for yourself, and your, your actions don't just speak for you. Your actions are going to reflect my little brother when he gets to a certain yeah. age like oh well your older brother was a piece of shit i guess you're gonna be one too yeah like you you represent your parents you represent your friends like you you represent like people don't really take that in consideration never when you walk out of your house every day you're you're more of a representation of just yourself and it's like it's a difficult thing too because obviously i have family that's very supportive of me and very awesome and then i do have family that went down like a wrong path of sorts mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like i don't it's not that I don't even want to, like, it's not that I distance myself from a certain group of people, but it's, like, it feels like if I am, like, not associated with them, but, mm-hmm. like, if I talk to them, it's just, like, a weird vibe. Like, it's yeah. hard to talk to them because I, it's, I'll, like, a... I still talk to those people, and I still talk, to, like, I, I, I say, I'm not a judge. I'm not, no. I'm not saying you are either, but I when I see someone who's going through that, I'll still extend that and give them the same respect yeah. to somebody else. Cause I have I have a personal feeling that if if you if you radiate enough positivity and enough positive light, it's like the law. I, I I'm a very firm believer in the law of attraction. That's like mm-hmm. I don't really have much of a spiritual background or a religious background, I but I, I really I I need something. And my mm-hmm. thing is the law of attraction. So I feel like anytime you you think negativity thoughts or you act negative, you're gonna attract negative. Oh, for sure. And if you're positive, yes, the negative is gonna try to infiltrate. But if you overcome that and and react to that negativity with more positivity, it's it's kind of like shooting a counter shot. Yeah. And you may come across someone who is doing something very very negative. Like even with this podcast now, like there are people who could listen to it and be like, "Holy shit, this is not the same Tony I remember from ten years ago." <laughs> and they, and and me just sending out that that wave or that positive influence, they could be like, "Well, if he could do it, I could do it." Anything yeah. like that. So just, I always just try to treat. Anybody like if they come up to me like, hey man, like I, I'm, you know, I say, are you good? Like yeah, do you need help? 
no i was like well, i i could talk to people for you like i know there's like i would i'll try to help them in, in their journey you know what i mean yeah and if they are doing good i'm like yo man like i don't sugarcoat the fact that i know you know what you're doing too but i'll say like hey this there's there's a better way here you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i i i i'm very accepting everybody but that that's the thing too like when i when i grew up with my brother i would try to be more of a role model and an influence so um when people when he did grow up people were like hey that's not the way you, like if i like they would go to my brother like, oh, you're going to be a little dick? And he'd be like, yeah. And then yeah. tell your parents, like, I don't care. Like, tell your brother. He's like, all right, let's talk about this. Let's, uh, let's figure this out. Yeah. I that's Yeah. I, I think there was a similar thing to that with, like, I don't know. I had, I can't really say that I ever did bad. Like, I was a weird kid. Mm -hmm. I would do awful things in front of my family. And then at my friend's house, I would be like, oh, you want me to do the dishes for you? Yeah, Can I help angel. you pull yeah. the chair? Yeah, I was, like, fucking amazing. Like, <laughs> I was the kid that my parents wanted me to be. Yeah. And I ended up being to everyone else. And I I really appreciate that in the aspect of, like, um, my mom bringing me up in the time that she did by herself mm -hmm. or whatever happened there. You know, it's just, like, I don't know. There's maybe, maybe there's a, a part of you, too, that was seeking acceptance or more something of more sorts, than what you were getting yeah. and you didn't think you, it wasn't, you didn't think you were getting it but you were and yeah. then you were just kind of acting out yeah it's sort that's, of. that's also teenage hormones as well and it's like i don't want anyone to think that i hate them or don't care for them about mm -hmm. anything that happened because i know there were times where my mom was upset or my dad was upset about something and they thought that i didn't care about them and i'm just like no i'm just a kid and i'm fucking stupid right now yeah. and i'm trying to figure out what i want to do in life and even now it's like a hard thing like managing time between friends and family because it's like what's more important hanging out with your friends or hanging out with your family in this sense of time and like and you're throwing a music career on top of it yeah <laughs> what, what you would call a career i don't yeah, know you're starting it. yeah it's well i've been doing like the music thing for so long mm -hmm. and i, I want to get into that later just yeah, because yeah. it's gonna that's gonna be like such a it's just gonna be like a whole thing in okay. itself but like the the friends and family separation like i was really worried for a bit because my grandmother wasn't doing like the greatest and she had like a what a stint put in mm -hmm. and stuff and so like Sometimes I go to call her, and it's not that I forget to call her. It's just I have, like, other stuff on my mind, and then I feel, like, really upset afterwards. And, like, sometimes I'll even cry because I'm just like, oh, man, I'm a really shitty grandkid. And it's not even that. Like, my pop, like, I don't always talk to him all the time, and I hardly talk to my mom, and I live with her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so in the last year or two, I've started to try and, like, connect more with my family it's mm. like it's a weird thing being a teenager because you just like maybe it's just me but i always could never like i couldn't sit i did not like sitting and eating with my family i just like to be by myself mm -hmm. and like watch tv or play games and eat and stuff like that i was just like a nerd so how, how, how long were you uh, homeschooled um like, from what grade on so i went into middle school in pottsville and then seventh grade as I was gonna, something happened, and I got sent to the office for no reason. Um, I actually got detention there once because I bought, fuck, I bought like one of those fake chew gum things and it's like zaps you or some mm -hmm. shit, and I got detention for that. Some kid was like, "Can I try it?" And I was like, "Sure," 
and they did it and they started crying and he wouldn't let go of it i was like okay well um <laughs> shit <laughs> like i don't know what to do now and the principal came over to me he's like what happened i was like I, he wanted to use this and then the principal did it and he was like huh. and i was like okay and he's like well he's hurt so you're gonna get detention and lunch and i was like damn it now i can't sit with my friends and then i got to sit alone and i was like oh okay no one's gonna try to steal my extra slice of pizza or yeah. like put sauce on my food like yeah fuck yeah um but no like i got called to the office for something and i can't remember what it was but they were like oh you're not in our system and i was just like what and they were like yeah you've never been called to the office or no you've never done anything bad except for like this one time so we don't know what to do here and i was just like what the fuck mm -hmm. and my mom was like um, well, what do you want to do? <laughs> like, I couldn't go to another school because I lived in Pottsville and it would have costed way more. Mm -hmm. And I guess because of whatever. And so I was like, well, let's try online school. One of my cousins was doing it at the time. Ben, I'm not going to say last name. I don't want to say anyone's last names because I don't want to like put anything out there. But he's like a really good artist and I love him so much. He did that thing for my birthday. You know, it's like Billy Trey and mm -hmm. it's like a picture of my face. He did that for me. He was like, oh, I just took the photo you did, and I just kind of drew over it. I'm like, yeah, but still, that's fucking sick. Like, look yeah. at how, like, tight these lines are and uh -huh. shit. Like, he's just, he's a he's a cool character, too, because he's, he is so much funnier than anyone ever. But he's so clean about it and yeah. so dry. And, like, when it's a joke lands with him, you're just like, I'm dead. Like, yeah. I have ascended. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. And um, so, I don't know. It just... We're talking about school. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so after that, my mom was like, yeah, let's just do the online thing. We could try it, you know, but you're really going to have to wake up because that was a problem in Pottsville. I was not waking up or going to school, and I we wasn't to, getting... We stayed up late playing video games? Yeah. Yeah, I was staying up <laughs> for days playing video games. <laughs> One time I slept... I have you all sniffed out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One time I slept for literally two days straight in my nan's house. My Uncle Chris... And my Eddie, my uncle Eddie were there. It's so weird calling them uncle because yeah. I just call them Eddie and Chris yeah. all the time. But Chris was like, "Get up!" and he started spraying me with a water bottle to wake me up. And I was just like, "I hate this." Like, <laughs> I, like I never had any aggression towards you. We never really talk much, but right now, I I hate you. And like, it was just so <laughs> funny. Wait, wait, you fall asleep. I'm getting the chocolate syrup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But so then we did that. We did the online schooling and it wasn't working out for me like i was not waking up i was not doing anything like i just didn't have the drive to do it i was just it's being a kid yeah. <laughs> you know and somehow i passed miraculously hypothetically my mom helped me a lot <laughs> 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 to take the terrain myricks route of it hypotheticals <laughs> all around <laughs> but yeah i I did like the on online schooling because there's so much that I could do that I couldn't do in public school. Yeah. And you still connect with people, but I do think there is an as aspect to it that um, you're not going to be as social yeah. in public. Mm -hmm. And that was, I think that's a big issue is like, you have to know who you are in order to go a certain way in mm -hmm. life. and. That's a weird, deep thing for schooling, but, like, that's the most important years of your life. That's, yeah. like, what you build upon. You learn your spider sense, as I call them. Yeah, like, spider sense. I have a friend who, um, he was he was in a lot of the, I don't want to say special class, but he was, like, learned disabled classes. Mm -hmm. 
and he was kind of sheltered from other people in the school, and uh, and a lot of people were like, oh well, he's because he, he's in these classes, like he we're, we're not gonna like like he didn't get the same treatment as someone who was in like the regular classes. Not dude, I. And then when he goes out in public. He, he, like, he doesn't realize that he could be in potential danger. And I'm like, stop saying and doing the things you're doing. You're, it's not good. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're just making up lies, pretty yeah. much. Um, well, not just lies. He just, he doesn't have that spider sense. Well, no, when, when he's, he's, he could, he's saying something yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, my cousin, uh, Scott, he's, he has autism. But, when, growing up, we all grew up to, it was me and my Cousin Scott and Jaden, and we were, like, the closest. Mm-hmm. I was still close with my other cousins, Ben and Harry, on my mom's side. So, me growing up, I was around two kids all the time, pretty much, because I was out with Scott and Jaden, or I was out with Ben and Harry, mm-hmm. and I just, like, it just didn't, nothing ever struck me as, like, oh, he's different than us, because he's not. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like another kid like us. He's just another person like us. He has a job. He got a job before I did. Yeah. Um, he can drive, I think. I think he has his permit. And he is just accelerating more in life than I feel like I am. Like, And he's like, man, I hate college and like, or like stuff like that. And he's like always talking to me about it. But he's not – it's not different than anyone. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with people is like even if you grow up slight, slight – not, not even slightly different, but if you grow up with like a label on yourself, mm-hmm. then everyone's going to perceive you as that label. But never knowing yeah. that label exists, no one could tell. Yeah. And it's just, it kind of goes back to, like, the family thing. And, like, I'm the same way with you. Like, I'm not judgmental. Mm-hmm. I have this thing in my brain where I'm like, all right, I can only do, like, one huge mistake and then I'm done with you. Like, I just, it's just how I am because my mom brought me up to be extremely accepting. Like, my whole family it brought me up to be extremely accepting of everything. Like, she doesn't care about any, I'm just like, She's. I forget what she said one time, and I was like, "Well, I'll just start dating dudes at this point," because like, I, I couldn't keep a girlfriend. I was like, getting a girl. I'd have a girlfriend for like three months. It's a stupid subject for like a real podcast, but like I'm a teen. I'm I'm slightly a teenager, so I'm gonna talk about. But like relationships. Yeah. So I'd have like a girlfriend for three months, and then we break up, and then I'd have a girlfriend for three months, and then we break up, and I'm like, I'm just gonna start dating dudes at this point. I might just date my best friend Gavin, yeah. and she was Minus like, "Minus the sex part, that sounds like an awesome idea." Yeah, I, feel like I mean, we're even just, the we're sex part out. would be great. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean for me, um, <laughs> hang out with my dude friends all day, and just like. Oh, we're gonna have sex now? No, I'm good. That's the only part I'm not. Yeah. I, I, didn't sign I mean, up for. I'll watch you have sex, maybe. I don't know. Just, you do it. I don't know. Yeah, you do it. I'll hang out over here. Let's just talk. We'll commentate over yeah. it. We'll bring you on to the box, but we got to call it something else for the male. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. So, so before the show started, he was like, that's why it's sitting here. I don't know if people are looking like, oh my God, the box is there. Are we gonna get a box episode? No. Uh, the reason I stopped doing the box is because. No one, no one, no one showed me any love in it. Like I always say, hey, leave me some comments below. Let me know if you like this. And no one ever did. Dude, I liked every box. If I didn't, then I'm going to now because yeah. I just, I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting thing that it's not relevant. It's not always relevant to the yeah. podcast that's going to be. But it's like only a like cool, thirteen like, questions. In- and, and oh I, wait, once I did, so these ones are blank. Oh, all blank. Oh, okay. Yeah, these yeah. are the, these are the ones that were like, oh, cool. If you want to add oh. to the box, we Ooh. could add. 
Like this is it. This is the questions. And then after I did them all like fourteen times on you know in a row. But maybe that's the thing. Maybe yeah. people are like, well, we don't know what questions to ask, so maybe you want to like just add a bunch of random questions. Yeah. And then maybe eventually people will be like. Once they know the guest, like if you have returning guests, maybe they'll be like, "Oh, let's throw this on the box for this episode or yeah, something." Maybe, maybe it'll come back. He, all right, so, all right, if you were a ghost, <laughs> uh, who or what would you haunt? Uh, if I was a ghost, who or what would I haunt? Yep. Probably Eddie. You because Eddie. yeah, just because fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> now remember, if you're haunting Eddie, you're gonna see everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe an item of his. Okay. Maybe like a guitar, or bass, or something, like, and just be string. like, yeah, I shouldn't bring that up now because he's on tour. So if I was like, maybe I'd haunt a bass and just fuck him up for, like, a whole song. And then, like, on tour, you'll see a video where, like, his bass explodes in his hands. He, uh, <laughs> he, when he played at the, uh, what was it, the, the, cro- uh, Chameleon? The Chameleon Club, Chameleon Club? where we were all there. And, he, there, and yeah. he tried to step on the, his Oh, his man, amp. I thought he was going to die. I was like, oh, oh fall. He and literally, <laughs> literally did this and this. And I screamed. I literally turned and I stopped looking at the stage. I thought it, I thought that was the end of Eddie. Um, oh, yeah. I think... It's so weird. I mean, I hope it's cool that intermittently I talk over because no, I just my mind just rolls. Yeah. And if I don't let it go, I I'm just lost. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's all but you. um I I sometimes feel like he thinks that I hate him or something. Ooh. Eddie. No. They, I, like cuz we have that weird like his brother relationship type mm-hmm. thing. It's so weird growing up and it's like I can't call him my uncle because it just does we're not like that's not our vibe. You have you like know? a cousin vibe almost. Yeah, that too. Like a cousin or a brother. Like yeah. Yeah, cuz I grew up in like in that house with him pretty mm-hmm. much and he always I guess he always had to watch me or something. Mm-hmm. Like not always had to watch he's me, like but it was like the same top thing. five favorite people on the planet yeah. for me. Like he's, I just love him to death. He's really great to me as <laughs> a nephew or whatever what mm-hmm. have you. And I <laughs> I surprised him the one time with I think it was a signed hockey stick. I can't remember what player it was. It was really fucking expensive. And I bought it, and I was like, hey, here's this thing. And then I surprised him with comics the one day, which is like Ren and Stimpy comics, because oh, that yeah. was like his favorite thing. And I all, I all, I, I feel like we always try to one-up each other with like shows or whatever. And um, Bayside is like our favorite band. Like that's our band that we always try to see together. Mm-hmm. Like that's our shit. <laughs> that's what we do. And he brought... Like I said, his musical interest just kind of influenced me into liking what I like. And we don't have all the same interests, but Bayside and Smoking Popes are like the two top two where it's just like, oh, we both like love mm. these bands and have a general appreciation for them. And within Bayside, I surprised him with VIP tickets a couple times. I think, no, yeah, I surprised him with VIP tickets for Christmas show. I bought like... I think I bought three of them, and I brought a friend because she never saw Bayside before, which is really cool. Uh, her name's Lexi. She used to play drums all the time, and like we would hang out and jam. Is like Lexi, me, this girl Allison, who was friends with her, who would play bass, and like we were not great. <laughs> like we weren't a real band. We just kind of just fucked around, and, like yeah. just played shit. And I was like, that's the best way to do it. And but that's um, how you get good. Yeah, and so. In doing so, I think he just, like, he was just, like, every time we would do something where I would get him some gift or some shit, he would be like, 
you're the best ever. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to be better than you. <laughs> like, it's like, there's just like this weird like competition thing. Yeah. But I appreciate it. Like, it's the, I think, I, I think it's like a good competition yeah. thing. Cause I root for him yeah. with everything. Like when he, when he went on the first tour of Crowbar, I was like, man, like there's nobody in this planet deserves it more than him. And he then, like, really, in a short span of time, there's people that would be like, oh, well he hasn't been in it long, but I mean, he's been doing it since he was a kid. Yeah, he's been playing since he's been he was doing a it. Kid. Like, yeah. I don't know how who would say Eddie hasn't been doing it long. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that's all. You already ever see him. There's only two things in there. Well, I think it's just like the young factor of yeah. it. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing around here where people see young kids and they're like, oh, I don't know if I'll go out like Apollo eighty eight. Like, I don't know if I'll go out. It's young kids or something. And they're not. They're not young kids, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're, yeah. they're like... Well, no rain checks get that as well. Yeah, that too. And then 90% of the people that after the show is over... Half they're like, oh through, shit, like, they played stuff I like. Yeah, like you know and, what and I mean? Not only that, they, their energy. They're like, I wow. Really, I really like no rain checks, and I really like Apollo 88. And they like... I wouldn't... So, I've been doing the music thing forever... And oh man, Ooh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, could you not? <laughs> could you edit that's, that's that out? That's was, oh, that's gross. I'm highlight. I'm gonna make it louder. I ne- no. oh, <laughs> that was disgusting. I'd never do that. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm a Howard Surf fan. He burps all the time. Oh, it's great. Oh my god. But um, no, yeah, no rain checks in Apollo 88. Like they're just doing it, mm-hmm. and I think that's the best way to go about it. So like my introduction to being on a stage was um. Pop punk, For, uh, the the punk um, punk rock prom. No, <laughs> no, no. The first time I was on stage was with a band I enjoyed, and I listened to as a kid, which was Handguns, because Eddie oh, toured yeah, with yeah. them. Yeah, they brought me on stage for a song, and that was like my introduction to being on stage, playing on stage. Punk rock prom was me like actually singing for mm-hmm. the first time, playing on stage. Was, like, and your mom drummed. My mom drummed. Yeah, and it was awesome. I have like. Part of a video on my YouTube channel. That was uh, a good show. Yeah, it was. It's a that confusing was show, but it was a good show. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have built a punk rap prom. Yeah, no, I think it was just like the label, like the title that they were going for. But like, I don't know, it was a weird thing. Yeah, and I would have named it like artist showcase show or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. It was more of like it was a little bit of everything in the show. Yeah, and I think people were like, "Cool, we're gonna go see a punk show," and then they're like, "Wait a second. There's only, like, really two punk bands on this show. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not even, like, I don't know. No Rain Checks was smart about it, though, because they were they like, oh, we'll just, do it. Yeah, just yeah. do it around that. And I was like, I would do the same thing, but booking a band and then making the title, or maybe they had the title before. And yeah, then I'm not sure bands. how it went I don't down. know how it went, but, like, I just, I would have done it way differently. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm a kid, so yeah. I, I'm just going to use the excuse I'm a kid all the time, yeah, yeah. and then no one's going to even bother with it. <laughs> I shave, I'm 12, yeah. and it's fine. No. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so how how that came about was, I, Eddie said it on the podcast already, but pretty much he, I guess he was watching the one video I did a cover of a handgun song, song and um, uh, they're one of their first like i guess he's just the founder jake langley he saw it and he was like tell him to learn this song which was a song i could never fucking play like i could just never do it and then i was like well i guess i'm either gonna do it and i'm meant to do it or i'm gonna fuck up on stage (laughs) like and i started doing it and i just it just came to me and it's so weird that our family has like the spider sense Mm -hmm. of like 
when you know you have to do something, it's going to happen or it's not. Yeah. And you're going to make the best of it. Like, anytime I'm about to do anything in public, it's so easy performing in front of people I don't know. Because I do not give a fuck. Like, yeah. I don't... I'm swearing so much, and I apologize. <laughs> no, I know fine. you... I remember watching... Um, maybe it was Terrain, maybe it was Timmy, where you're like, oh, we not, we don't swear that much. We're not one of those podcasts, but I'm really ruining that <laughs> reputation. No, you're good, you're good. And, you're a kid. You're a kid. <laughs> you're a kid. Uh, the other kids didn't do it, but you're cool. Yeah. But, you're so young. Um, yeah, it's just... I don't care what people think of me because what they think isn't what they know Mm -hmm. when when you find out about people it's like so like when i first met like not even met you but like heard about you i was like oh he sounds like a genuine guy but is he a genuine guy like i'm not skeptical but you did your research through my yeah Yeah. through like my life growing up i grew up in pottsville Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta really make sure people are real. Like, um, no offense to anyone from Pottsville, but (laughs) the school that I went to and every, like my, my days in school were just, it was, they weren't pleasant. No. And I was never bullied or anything like that. Like one time a kid just started commenting random shit on my Facebook because he thought I hit on his girlfriend. And I was like, dude, I don't have the looks. (laughs) I'm, maybe funny enough but that can't hold over like i had man boobs like i was just i was not about it yeah. <laughs> i didn't even care like i was like 14 i didn't care for chicks at the time yeah i was like uh just i was like i said i'm 14 <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it like i cared but i didn't care enough yeah i was just all about games that was my thing and i just wanted to make people laugh like that was it are you Game wise, what's your what's your now? Don't sell PC. I don't want to hear PC Master Race bullshit. <laughs> pick a console. What, what's if your I console? had to pick a console, um, right now just PlayStation. 4. Your PlayStation. Guy. Yeah, because Xbox 360 fucking killed it. Yeah, like they were solid on exclusives, solid on gameplay, online capabilities were amazing, mm-hmm. and they only got not hacked, but they were shut down one time for like a Christmas. Mm-hmm. Remember when that happened? When yep. there was like the whole the biggest oh, thing with that system was the red rings that that left the yeah. bad taste people's mouth. Yeah, I'm an Xbox guy. Well, the first creation of everything's gonna be pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure the first wheel was Square, mm-hmm. and <laughs> the Canadians took that over. Good reference. If you don't don't know it, no. South Park. Yeah, the Canadians have like square wheels and driving around. Oh man, Ah, (laughs) I believed in you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm I'm an Xbox guy. I I um I have a PlayStation Four, but I pretty much prefer my Xbox. But going back to the physical games. I'm really getting into my my Switch now. Mm -hmm. And Switch, I go all physical games for the most part. See, I don't, I don't like it. Like I like. I, oh no i love the games oh. i don't like the way the games are made i don't oh. like the chip thing it's yeah. too easy to lose and don't say it's fucking not just put it in the case yeah yeah okay yeah, <laughs> put it in the case i was always awful with that uh, <laughs> being like a CD. kid yeah. yeah no the cd i would have like stacks of games face down like the the print would be on the bottom so that the back wouldn't get messed up and uh, that where it would be red and I would just have them face down on my console. Like, I just didn't take care of anything. I was terrible at it. Yeah. And now, so it's ironic the job that I have now because I'm just, like, on it. Like, I'm just <laughs> taking care of everything, cleaning 
everything up. Like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed right now with uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Is it? You like oh, it? Not Marvel vs. Capcom. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I, I knew exactly yeah, yeah. what you were talking about, but I was like... I hate fighting games. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's There's a, there's, a, there's some few things that um, we're going to talk about on Thursday, because me and both mm-hmm. Eddie Hedder are playing it. So okay. we're going to give it, like, our review. Yeah. Um, it's, I, a, it's not a spoiler, but, like, I don't like the fact that the roster is so large offhand. I feel like there's, you should I wish there was other people, people in there. That too. Yeah, yeah I, I wish there was you. other people. There were some characters in there that I'm like, there's one I had to look up. And I'm a pretty, I like comics, but this one character, I had no idea who they were. You see, like, I think with Deadpool was like, like the movie Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, I'm burnt out of Deadpool. Really? Just because of all the, like, all of the shit behind it? And not stuff, only like, that, it's, it's just like everyone's like, oh, Deadpool was, was, oh, was yeah, the greatest nah, movie ever. I'm like. If you messed up on Deadpool, then it's on you because it's. I think it's easier to make a like. The, I if realistically, oh, they Deadpool, fucked up on Deadpool before, but <laughs> you know I mean, like it wasn't his solo movie. Yeah. Like to make a Deadpool movie isn't a hard thing to do. Like he's very easy to do because he's yeah. funny. You, you know don't even I mean? have to be as funny, man. Yeah, but that's that's hard to say. Could you imagine a Seth, uh, Seth Rogen Deadpool movie? Like, do you know how that? You know, I love Seth Rogen, but I don't. Think that would work out very well. Like it would be pretty, pretty bad. Who would he cast to play Deadpool? Because he's on sorry. Probably James Franco. James Franco. Yeah. I don't know. No, you know, I would hope he went a different route. I would hope he would pick Jonah Hill in his prime as the as a big guy, just like a fat Deadpool. Yeah, I feel that would be ingenious because. The whole idea of Deadpool is that it doesn't take itself seriously, mm-hmm. and I feel like there wasn't a lot of that in the movie. Like, it didn't take itself seriously, but it could have been way more B-movie, yeah. like B-horror movie. Like, that would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, a not low-quality visually, but low-quality effects or something. Like, something so stupid. Like, that would have been amazing. Yeah. And what's, just... what's your favorite video game franchise? Um, franchise? Oh, shit. Like, that's just... Your PlayStation guy, I'm surprised you didn't jump. Like, Uncharted? No? That wasn't about Uncharted. Really? No, I just really didn't like it. I liked The Last of Us, which kind of, like... See, I didn't like that game, and people were like, you what? I'm yeah, like, it didn't I, do it for me. I just felt like Uncharted was very arcade-esque, mm-hmm. I like Tomb Raider's better. Towards the third one. Yeah, Tomb Raider is really good. Um, I want to say Far Cry. Okay. I, I... Only because I've been streaming Far Cry 5 lately with my buddy Jeremy, and I'll talk more about him later when go back to the music thing because yeah. there's a lot going on there but like it far cry 5 is amazing like it's I, I'm, so much fun. it's crazy because this company has let me down so many times but i'm a ubisoft dude through and through i feel you i i'm gonna my favorite a series is assassin's creed yeah i love assassin's creed i love far cry I love um, the ghost re- like the ghost recons and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm, I'm a big fan Rainbow of those. Rainbow Six is my shit. Yeah, Rainbow Six. Um, uh, the, I love Watch Dogs. Like, really? Yeah, I like Watch Dogs. Yeah. The, the new one's coming out looks awesome. See, I played the first one, and I couldn't get behind it because the vehicle physics were garbage. They were. For the time being. I, I looked at it like I played it, and I'm like, man... This is this is what I want in a game. It has potential. I can't yeah. wait to see what they do with part two. Like yeah. I was already playing part one and saying, all right, I'll let this one slide, but they better come with. It. And I loved part two, mm-hmm. and then part three looks insane. See, I was gonna go with GTA. Yeah. For the solo aspect, like GTA Four's vehicle physics, like you brush up against something, dent in the car, mm-hmm. like GTA Five, it just like 
that was a letdown for me. Like I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big vehicle person. Mm -hmm. Like I know shit about cars. Me I don't neither. like I don't care to learn that. That's why we have AAA and, and other mechanics. things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> we have people that can, like my dad is he works on vehicles for a living. So I'm like I'll just call him if anything goes down. <laughs> I would like to have that knowledge. I just can't retain it because yeah. I have dumber things to retain yeah, in my like, mind. Yeah, like the lyrics to Always Sunny in Philadelphia songs. Oh my god. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I wanted to do the other one. The, the day man and the um, night man. I, I would do that one too. I would do that live. Yeah. I would like have Terry come up with his keyboard and hit like the button and <laughs> Terry James, I would totally hit him up be like, hey dude, you want to do something really stupid with me? And I don't know if he'd do it, <laughs> but awesome singing. Oh the my day, god. Ah. I would hit the low fights are over the night, man. <laughs> like just, yeah, that would be fucking tight. Gotta pay the troll toll if you want to get in this boy's hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am the night man. I creep through the night. <laughs> Just sucking. Suck karate dance. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my god. I love Mac yeah. uh, so much. He's my favorite character. It, that's that's one of the only shows where I can relate to uh, like every character in a little bit. Oh. Yeah. It's the best representation of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Or even just the Skook area. Someone like, told me the other day that I, they, I remind them of Charlie, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I don't see it at all, but I mean, I love Charlie Day, I'll take it, but I, I've never gotten that. Before. I think someone from Culture Culture said they remind, I remind them of Charlie. Oh my god, that's amazing. I, don't know how I, I, feel about I that. loved the Sid from Toy Story. Like, that oh, was yeah. my favorite thing. And I heard yeah. that, I was like, I fucking get it. I was thinking the kid from Recess. Never the main oh my god he has like the red hat back really? and the hair sticks out well, and like I, I get a lot because of the pug nose the, ah. the pig nose and the beady little eyes so i i get like the like like mark Wahlberg minus mm -hmm. the muscles uh like nick jonas back Great in games. the day um the lead singer of simple plan oh pretty much everyone with beady little and eyes <laughs> and a pug nose yep that's... oh man i don't i don't get anyone i don't think buddy holly my lead singer of Weezer. Oh shit, that happened to me the other day. Yeah, yeah that too. The lead, lead singer of Weezer. Yeah, now now I get it because yeah. uh, I'm a skinny boy, so I get that. Any nerd, any type of nerd that. But Weezer's awesome. The, Weezer is awesome. I'm trying to go see them in August. Yeah, I see. I that really show. want to, and tickets are just crazy for yeah. anyone anymore. I got lucky. Someone took me to Blink One Eighty Two a while ago. I'm no longer friends with that person, so I don't want to bring it up, but it was awesome. Yeah. It was, I, I had a good time. Hypothetically, I snuck way closer to the stage than I was supposed to. Like, if you're not trying. If you, uh, if you, you're not, you have to give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, okay, so in Hershey, they have very bad security. No offense. <laughs> no, the security at the door was really good, okay? But the security for the pit, like, they have, like, a security thing where they come up and check your wristband. That's it. That's their security. Um, but they didn't do that when the, the bands weren't playing, so no one was there. So what I did was I walked down and I just started walking through the area. No one stopped me. I was like, okay, well I'm just gonna stand in the pit for like seven songs, and then they played "What's My Age Again," and I forget what they played last. It might have been "What's My Age Again." I can't entirely remember, cause. I, I don't know. I didn't. Mark's not, doing like, this thing now during the tour where he gets off stage and like walks around the front of the pit. Oh, really? Yeah, I've seen a lot of videos of him doing that. I think Damn. he did it at Hershey too, That's where wild. he he like got off the stage and he was like in front of the pit. This was 
2016, so it was when Matt just joined. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was it was cool to see Blink-182. They were my first concert I've ever seen, yeah. Blink-182. Blink-182 and Green Day in 2005. Oh. Pop Punk Disaster Tour. I just call them Blink-180 now. 180? Yeah, yeah. just 180, yeah. No Tom took it too? Yeah, no. I Look, I hope I've been here before... <laughs> A few times, <laughs> like if you if you can't, I don't know. It's pretty easy to oh, get there. Well, Paul eight, <laughs> dude. Um, I Bane yeah. has his uh, the hot mess bass. Yeah, uh, for Mark. Yeah, yeah and uh-huh. uh, Tyler from uh, Bad Maggie mm-hmm. has Tom DeLonge's guitar. The 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 rob the like blue robin egg mm-hmm. color guitar. I really, I really appreciate those guys for what they do. Like they, cause it's hard around here. They. And it may, I mean, people are probably gonna be like, "You've only played like a couple of times," but I'm like, I've been out with bands before. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been around it. I see it. It's like the demographic for this area is just not for the younger age. Yeah. And a lot of younger age people don't want to be out super late. And you're having shows at eight o'clock that end at one in the morning somehow. Yeah. And no one wants that. But Skookstock will start at at one thirty, and you'll get out of there by twelve. And it's an all age show. Just put it out there, everybody. It's perfect. It is a it's, perfect. It's show. the perfect. And 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 everyone who complained and cried that you know Crowbar doesn't play in the area anymore, here's your chance. Come welcome the boys home from Europe and hang out. Yeah. For the, the album release party. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. There's so many. There's so many talented bands, and there's so many. Have bands you seen Space Guy Driver yet? I have not. I've oh, well, I've seen videos. It's awesome. awesome. I know that Eddie Reyes is in the band from mm-hmm. Taking Back Sunday, and I never met him before, but he seems like an okay dude. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, well, fun fun thing is when we, when we did the uh, the show with him, he like I was like, "What to go buy some?" No problem, Anthony. And I was like, "Oh, what?" And oh like, yeah, I remember you and telling like, two or three. Stuff, and the yeah. other guys in the band were like, "Dude, we loved your interview with Randy." And I was like. That, and it meant a lot. I was like, holy fuck, like, the band sat down and watched the interview. Like, it, Randy is awesome. I love Randy. He, I don't think he ever remembers me when we meet, mm-hmm. but then he'll be like, oh, Little Eddie. Yeah. Like, everyone says Little Eddie, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not even, I'm like, I'm a Collins, but that's not my, like, that's not my name. <laughs> so everyone's like, the point. Little Eddie, the Little Collins, and I'm just like, oh, god damn it. Like, I, I, I don't hate it, because I appreciate, like, it's a name that carries over and it's important to me that people see me as that in mm-hmm. general because mm-hmm. it's such like it's a wonderful thing that you can go out and be like oh i know you but i don't like i like it but i don't want that to be me mm-hmm. like i don't want that to be like my my entire life mm-hmm. i don't want it to be like i go somewhere and they're like oh he's a collins let him in he's like you know he's good you know yeah. and because that's not true <laughs> i am my talent is way different from my family's talent. Like I, I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> like I swear way more. I'm just way more out there. I guess would be the thing. You know, I'm like the I'm like Eddie, but like turned to like a hundred at yeah. all all times. Like I'm just always joking. Uh, I'm not always serious, and I just don't. <laughs> I get nervous at dumb times, yeah. like when it's not even important to get nervous, and well, I, it's like. I think you're doing it the right way by by jumping on and playing a couple songs here and there with people, opening up some some stuff. Yeah, it's like your best bet right now is the coffee shop, the press I, coffee. I loved playing there. I thought it was funny. I messed up so much, and. The fact that I brought up the fact I messed up so much made it so much more entertaining for everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I think this is my thing. <laughs> like, I'll like just that, make fun that, of myself. That venue, <laughs> that venue is going to be huge for you. Another one that I would recommend for you as well is Culture to Culture. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to be 21 or older. To, in a bar, It's on a bar scene. Yeah. And it, and you can, they'll give you like three 15, 20-minute sets mm-hmm. where you can go ahead and just hone your that's, skills. That's awesome. Yeah. I really have to say thank you to Timmy for that because he actually messaged me and he was like, hey, dude, have you started playing yet? Or anything like that. And I was like, not on my own. Like, I did the Gorilla Pack thing. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of like, um, well, I have a slot if you want to be a part of it. And at first I was like, all right, well, I'm not so sure. Like, I just didn't have shit together. Like, I put, I'll do a song, I'll learn a song, put it online. And it's mm-hmm. Like, that's it. You know, I'm done. And then, so that was going to be my first full set, right? And I was, like, so pumped about it. It was going to be, like, 30 minutes. It was going to be awesome. But we accidentally, like, we started early somehow, so I didn't have everything prepped. It was really just me messing up the whole time. But Timmy was awesome. He's a Uh, good dude. He is so genuine, and he's so cool. And he knows my uncle and family and stuff like that. And I thought it was so funny because I asked Chris Bowers to play guitar for me. And I don't know if you know this, but Eddie and Chris used to have the band Now the City mm-hmm. back in the day. And I still want a reunion. So if you guys could do that, I'll play bass. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'll, <laughs> I'll play horrible bass for you and I'll do it. Because <laughs> I pretty much grew up watching them guys play. And um, so when I messaged Chris, he was like, well, nothing with Gas Station. Let's do it. And like, Chris is so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, he is so the chillest dude. Like, he, he's just so cool. You could just message him, and he'll be like, what's up? Yeah. I mean, he might be like, what's up? I don't know if he'll <laughs> reply the first try, but, yeah. Yeah, like, he's just one of those people who's always out doing something, and I really want to, I kind of want to be like that. Like, yeah. I want to always put myself out there as much as possible. That's what I try to do every weekend. I mean, you're, <laughs> like, this is definitely, maybe you don't see it that way, but, like, it's definitely more successful than maybe you'd expect it, or it's just going exactly where you wanted it to go because it's I like I don't really look so much at numbers, like how mm-hmm. many people watch, like what I, and then when people come up and they say, "Oh man, I watched it," like it still takes me back, like "Oh shit," like really, and they're like, "Yeah," like I watched this interview, this interview, this interview, and it like, it, it genuinely feels awesome, like when people tell me that, like I, I really really enjoy it, and then like other people are like, "Well, I haven't watched it yet, but I see all the stuff you do on social media, and I really enjoy what you're doing," mm-hmm. so like it's definitely getting seen. It's so, the it, reach is crazy, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be pretty crazy. Yeah. I think this one's gonna be cr- really crazy, uh, <laughs> and that's not me being self-centered. I don't think I'm that interesting. It's just uh, my dad will share anything a million times, and I just want to apologize <laughs> for like the thousands of times you've probably gotten tagged and things. Like I love it. No, people honestly, I appreciate I, I, that I encourage, support. But... I encourage people to do that. Like when I went to Harrisburg, I met a lot of like 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 local rappers and stuff out there and i was like yo if you have a show coming up or an album or anything tag me in it mm-hmm. i have a pretty decent amount and i have some people my friends are like yo can you stop inviting me to pages and i'm like it doesn't take much for you to just click like interest yeah. like interest just, just like, hit, like even if you're not gonna go to the you show you don't even have to notify it exactly just do just, it just because when you hit like on that page that shows it to everyone on your page and somebody may be into it yeah. you know what i mean um but yeah man like i like it, it's it's growing it feels it feels awesome like 
I'm not really seeing much of the success from it yet. Um, like I said, Nikolai, he's he, it, it opened the doors for him for a few things. I mean, and, you and, did see the sick the success, man. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Reyes kind of was like, "Hey, Aunt, what's up?" Yeah, Tony, like, what's I've up? seen that podcast with Randy where kittens run around. That was hilarious. That oh, was like, dude, yeah. that was amazing. <laughs> Didn't one like jump up in his lap where he grabbed it and he's just petting it in the microphone? Yeah, and yeah. So I was well, like, the funniest part about that is, um, I, obviously, I have a dog. Um, and, and Randy's like, yo, dude, I'm on my way for the... I just left Philly now. I'm on my, he Detroit. brought the cats? Yes. So oh, my God. So he literally was like... <laughs> That's more info that I needed to know. So he said... Uh, so those cats were born during the making of their their Fate Scout Driver's first album. Like, there was a straight... He called it the Stray Whore Cat. <laughs> That's awesome. And the cat came, had kittens, and just left. And they took care of the kittens and, like, brought them up. So Randy calls me and goes, I'm on my way from Philly... Um, by the way, I have a box of cats. Click. And I said, Heidi, um, there's a box of cats coming to the house. And she goes, what do you mean? I was like, Randy's bringing a box of cats and he's not going to answer. Like, it's, it's, ha- it's already in motion. This is happening. We got to put Lady upstairs. He is so, he is just the most interesting character. Like, yeah. I love him. Be- like, I don't know him, but I love him. Like, you know what he's, I mean? Like, he's, he's so hilarious. I, he's weird in the best way. And the way that I put it was like, dude, he just, he's like Billy Joe Armstrong, but as a dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in a sense. Like, and I don't, I hope he's not offended by that, but he he's does not just... have kids, I don't think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I hope he, I don't think he knows if he is or not. <laughs> but like, he just, like, you know what I mean? Like, he just, he's crazy. His, his front man, like, his ability to be a front man is, mm-hmm. uh, is super contagious because a lot of like i always said like the two most influential front mans in our area for the longest time was was randy and -hmm. and andrew Hare, and then like jaybird started like oh jaybird jaybird had a little bit of randy and a little bit of andrew i remember to jaybird's level you know what i mean like so i always give randy that respect because when he's on stage man he takes control of the crowd yeah he's so good at what he does i just want to stop on jaybird for a second because i didn't know him like I knew him kind of personally just because of Eddie and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so when I would go and I would see shows when I was like eight or nine, I'd be like, whoa, he just did a backflip and he's screaming in the mic. And I'm like, this is bullet for my Valentine. And I'm an emo nine year old. Like, what yeah. is this? Yeah. Like, oh man, he seemed, he, he's like cool dude. And like, there's still like videos from like their tour and stuff. And like, I don't want to tell any stories because of maybe that Eddie wants to do, but yeah. I remember they were talking about just one time people were wrestling and stuff and it got out of hand. Okay, and I was someone, like, someone okay. Got, someone started bleeding. Yeah, yeah, something like that, maybe. I don't yeah. know. But I was like, of, it sounded like a good time. One of the, uh, I'll put it out in the universe now because I feel like if you put it out there, it, it comes to fruition. One of my weird things, my trades of thought, but I'd love to do an episode where I get a few people together that like were close to him, like former bandmates like mem- or friends. Like a memory. And do like, like a Jaybird episode where everyone cool. just shares Jaybird stories. Yeah, he, he seemed like a really cool guy. And for, he's been gone now for a couple, like a, a few years, mm-hmm. and I wasn't. I mean, I knew him. Like we hung out, we talked, but I would never consider myself like I was one of his best friends. Because oh, right. a lot of people, I think, do that when you lose someone. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we were like, uh, he knew of me. Like we sat in a tattoo chair and, it's and weird. I talked for hours, and I, I met. Like we hung out here and there, but like I wasn't on the fr- I, level of friendship with everybody else. But yeah. his memory is still like I still go to a bar and like, what do you want a shot of? And I'm like, uh, give me blackberry brandy. And then when I I take that <laughs> shot for his, uh, you know, because I mean? that was his thing. That's like yeah, yeah, my parents do that for one of their friends, mm-hmm. and it's it's good that he's it's not forgotten. It's meaningful, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And my whole thing is like, 
and it's weird this weird topic to get mm-hmm. onto, but like when I if I when I die, yeah, if, you would hope you you can leave a legacy. That yeah, people talk I hope about. I could do that, but I also don't want people that if pe- if people really had like a bad connection with me, I don't want them to care to be sorry for like yeah, yeah like, I don't know how to explain it. Like mm-hmm. if you never liked me, don't be sorry. And say that you're sorry now, or you like me now, and what if, it's a weird or thing. Or what if they didn't like you, but they respected you? Oh, it, the res- yeah, that yeah. would be fair. I think that's what a lot of things would happen too. Like, hey, like, hey, maybe I didn't agree with this person at mm-hmm. this time, but I respect his grind, his hard work, and his 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 ability as an artist. And that sucks that that's gone. Yeah, he really was. He was. He was really like. It's weird it because he was very influential in a sense to a lot of people around. Him. He was really open. I think open. Mm-hmm. He because whenever I would go see him, he would hug Eddie. Yeah, or like he was just like a ch- cheery guy. Yeah, you know. But a lot of those guys liked alcohol yeah. <laughs> like, and a lot of yes. other things, and it's like so. It's like there's like there's good. Then there's the inter- entertaining, and then yep. there's other things that you have and, with that. And sometimes and like, like crossover. Yeah. yeah, and oh man, I. I just I love people like that and I enjoy oh, oh shit man did I did the thing you did it. I did the thing <laughs> off camera he was saying man I love the interview I can't stand when people bang on the table there. I just li- I literally like up cu- I was just like sure you can I do it. yeah <laughs> that's great oh my god yeah but I don't know it's just like for me, like meeting you for the first time, you were just like, "Hey, Billy, what's up?" And I was like, "Oh, he's coming at me full force. Might as well match it." Like yeah, it's yeah. like uh, it. That and I type, gave you that because of your like. Yeah. You know what I mean, I know your dad. That type of personality is what is important in an in influencer, mm-hmm. I think. And there is a time where you have to know when to back up, like when not to do that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's people you meet them, and sometimes like reading the social cues. Like I have a horrible time reading social cues. And that's why I like the job I have now because I meet a lot of people and I understand body language and I understand like when's a good time to actually be like, oh, hey, what's up? How can I help you? Whatever you need to do. And just knowing when people want to talk about things because that's another thing too. Somewhat on that topic is like you should really – you should talk about whatever bothers you. Yeah. To anyone that you can. No, you should never do that because, dude, I did that when I was really young. And it just messed me up. And I just, like, and I felt bad in a sense because I was like, oh, why can't I talk to my parents about, like, what's bothering me? And I guess, like, that was part of it is, like, my parents were, Mm -hmm. like, something there was, like, bothering me. And I just never really knew how to bring it up or talk. And, And I think that's okay because, like, I would get to the point where I would, like, break down in, like, the kitchen. And I remember one time my stepdad, like, walked in and was like, what's wrong? And I'm just like, I don't know i was just crying yeah i just like i yeah and i just like i don't know you know and sometimes that's okay though Mm -hmm. i i think it's dumb there's like such a weird stigma on men in general or people in general where it's like oh you can't be upset and i saw your culture to culture where you guys were talking about it you know Mm -hmm. and i'm not i have no religion thing like i just don't I don't click with it, you know, yeah. until I find something that I'm like about and believe in. That's, I'm just that's trying. What, I mean, I tried the the, the Christian. I tried the Christian <laughs> Catholic non-denomination. I tried it all. I tried that, um, but I really resonated to. I mean, is there a higher power? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, did did some po- higher power put a deity down here to help us write a book that we have to all follow? 
I don't know if I can get behind that. That's the one thing um, I could never get behind. Yeah. That's like, you ever watch um, Chasing Amy? Kevin yes. Smith? Yeah. 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 It's fucking The Tracer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's like that. It's, it's like, oh, so you just trace. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you're tracing falseness. That's what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. So I. Uh, <laughs> not falseness. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I just, I mean, I think if you break down my, my values, I think I, I live very Christian values, like our Catholic values, where I just treat people how I want to be treated. I don't, I don't go out of my way to harm people. I mm-hmm. treat people with respect and. Um, but I think I, I'm just really like, like I said, the biggest thing I read a book, I know it, a lot of people are like, Oh, it's some hippie stuff, but the book, uh, the, uh, the secret. Okay. And it's, it's just, it's a very quick read, but it just talks a lot about like, if you talk of something, it'll, like, if you talk enough about something or, or do it, like you can't just talk, obviously you have to put, you have you to have put to in put action. But if, if, if you say one day I'm going to be famous, mm-hmm. I'm going to get good at this. This is going to be my thing. And you talk about it enough and keep working towards it and keep that mindset. It'll happen for you. Maybe mm-hmm. not on the level that you'll be the greatest person of all time who've ever done it, but you'll meet your goal. You know what I mean? And it, but it, 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 the same thing is if you talk negative and like I'm this, I'm this, I'm terrible. I'm, you're eventually gonna break yourself down to a point yeah. where you don't want to be. And mm-hmm. I just kind of like the law of attraction. Like there's people around me who perceive me a certain way, and I change the way I perceive myself, and that then affects the way other people perceive yeah. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I just it's you. just a. Uh, just radiant positive energy. Yeah. New day. New day rocks. <laughs> positive po- power positivity. Um, Dude, I can never, like, right now I can't get into wrestling. No? Not the WWE. My dad took me to see the G1 Supercard, and I was oh. like, this shit rocks. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I love Asians. Um, <laughs> that's just my thing. Like, me too. My I just love, Asian. yeah. <laughs> I just, like, that's... That's like a like in my friend group. They're like, oh, an Asian Billy's gonna freak out over this one. Like, like even dudes, love, you, even chicks. You like love Asian just, culture. It, I love a fucking shit, dude. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I love the Asian culture, and I don't know what it is about the people, but they just like just in general, like their vibe is just yeah. so like it's just they're zen. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's I've. Just before we get off topic, because I feel like that just keeps happening. That's the pr- that's the part of it. Man. I love it. Look, at that, look at that spike right there. Oh uh, yeah, that's from me. Yeah, yeah that's definitely my. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's the first one, and that's the I second one. I feel so bad for when you go back to edit this. That's gonna be. I'm leaving it. I think it's funny. Oh my god. Especially because you talk so much. I hate when people tap on the table. <laughs> you, you just uppercut it twice. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll tell you later. But I was yeah. gonna just say limiter. Use limiter. Limiter? A li- hard limiter. Yeah, that's going to be your best friend. Yeah, you'll sh- have to show me I that. Was, I will definitely help you out with that. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, back on the way I was saying, yeah, G1 Supercard was amazing to see. And it made me so upset because I was like, wow, this is the effort they're putting into every match. And then in the WWE, it's like... But on the you have to think of it too, the WWE guys, they wrestle four times a week, but it's not all not all of it's televised. Well, no, I, I get that. Where G1, they can save it for that big show. I feel like the whole thing, though, is that they televise what they want. Yeah. You know? And I don't think it is for the fans. Like, people will say it's for the fans. And I'm like, really, the fans just want to see John Cena? Like, they don't want to see a new guy or something? Like, why did it take Kofi Kingston so long to get any type of championship? He yeah. had an amazing push when he started yeah. there. And then they were like, oh, let's dial it down. Tonight's let's... actually the uh, the Raw anniversary show. Yeah, and dude. like Stone Cold 
Triple oh. H, uh, Shawn Michaels, Taker. I feel so bad because yeah. it's like, what? It's I like, haven't recorded all much. Okay, yeah. say. <laughs> um, no, I was hyped about that. My stepdad told me last night. Uh, he reads like everything that he sees online about wrestling, and I'm like, do you, I say how much do up. you believe it? But he saw something. And he was like, apparently, uh, uh, the Hurricane's gonna get the 24 seven tag title, and I was like, he almost if did. If you fuck with me on this one, he almost did. Like during <sighs> during an IGN uh, booth at uh, Comic Con, he oh, rolled up our truth, and Narshi kicked out. And then Drake Maverick rolled him up, and he kicked out, and then Drew, and, uh, Archie ran away. That makes me so sad. Yeah, but he was there. I love the Hurricane. Dude. Like, <laughs> that's that was my thing. I loved gimmicks, but I also love real dude. like I love damage. So I loved watching backyard wrestling. My I, cousin see, I, Will used see, to I, do that I all the time. I don't like that at all. No, no, only because like those guys get paid nothing and they're literally destroying their bodies for nothing i mean that was college football for the longest time wasn't yeah, it like <laughs> yeah that's very true too. but i mean like college football yeah you're you're gonna put pads and stuff on mm-hmm. but these dudes are putting each other through thumbtacks mm-hmm. for nothing like and, and putting themselves through glass tables and... i don't think it's essentially through nothing because a lot of those guys that do the backyard wrestling they eventually find like they're independent yeah, and a lot crew. of them don't. Though. And a lot of them don't. Yeah, no, a <laughs> yeah. lot of the, a lot of them just do it because they're like, remember Jackass? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's basically what it is. Yeah. And honestly, independent wrestling, favorite independent wrestler, but I guess he's with that as AEW. Who's that? Uh, Cat, uh, Tyler, or no, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I don't think he's officially signed AEW. No, yet. he was just in the Rumble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I love that guy. So like it's a stupid gimmick, but he can also fucking wrestle. Yeah, he can also wrestle and do everything. Man. Well, I like uh, Joe, uh, uh, Joey Ryan. Yes, I think right. Uh, the, guy, the guy who tries to get everyone to touch his penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> everyone hates him, but I think it's amazing. Oh, I man. love gimmick stuff. I'm a gimmick guy all day long. I love um, it too. I love it when they can wrestle as well. Yeah, as like actual wrestle, not like for forever. For, like, the last three years, WrestleMania was like, oh, we're going to push this guy. Mm-hmm. For, like, 27 minutes, we're going to get a grapple. I'm going to push you to the side. <laughs> and then I'm gonna, we're going to walk in a – we're going to do, like, a spin. Like, we're going to spin and then uh, be surprised that you're there or something, you yeah. know? Like, I don't like that. Yeah. And it's just – It's it's changing. It's, yeah. WWE is changing a lot. Not, oh, not so much that. when it comes to the – like I think the guy, the, the the wrestlers know themselves like they can't control the stories. Yeah. But when they have to go out there and put a match on, mm-hmm. they go out and go crazy. Oh, now yeah, now like, a lot of the newer matches that I'm seeing like have clips you, did of. Did you see the Cesaro versus Alistair Black match? No. Alistair Black laid a kick on Cesaro that I that I've watched a lot of mixed martial arts. Yeah. When that kick landed, I thought Cesaro was legitimately out cold. Damn. Like he hit him and it looked flush. And Cesaro literally got hit, and his whole body went limp. His mouthpiece literally fell out of his mouth, and he let himself just fall limp to the ground. Dude, and he laid there, and I was like, "He's he's out." Like he like that was that was a legit kick. The referee jumped on him, and then the next week he was on Raw, and I'm like, "That was that was a work because yeah. he would have never been a, he would have that was a concussion protocol." Dude, you know what I love about Cesaro though, and I'm not a huge wrestling fan, so don't like take anything yeah. that I say yeah. extremely seriously. But like he's a big guy that could have done the whole two guys, two small guys, destroy him. I think he even did that like one yeah. time, but then they got Ryback and they were like, oh, we could just do it with this big guy. Yeah. yeah. He actually <laughs> wrestled around here. Oh, yeah, no. He wrestled. Pine uh, or something like that. He wrestled Andy. Oh, before, yeah, like, before WWE? He got, yeah, he, got, he actually wrestled Andy Hedder. That's funny because um, 
my dad takes me to wrestling every now and then, and that's when I like. I like to be there. Like yeah. even with sports, like I like to be there. I don't mm-hmm. like to watch it on TV. It's you should just go not... with us maybe some indie shows. Like the I go to PPW, PPW all the time. We're with going my to dad. the Enzo Cast show. Oh, <laughs> I-, I can't wait. I'm a huge Enzo Cast guy. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. I okay. That's one thing that upset me about the G1 Supercard. Okay, but they came out. Yeah, I loved it. They, I didn't. I wasn't about it because the whole thing was this honor and respect thing. And that, then that's for what, them that's to what do made, that. That's what made the Bullet Club big. Because yeah. Japan's all about honor and respect. And the Bullet Club was like, fuck your honor and respect. And that's what made that's what made the Bullet Club successful. That like That's what created AEW, was their, gotcha. them going outside the box. What ruined the end zone cast push is that the promoters didn't tell the boys in the back. So the, the boys in the oh, back so that's legit why it looked thought super it, legit. Yes. And they, oh, that's man. why some guys were like, what is really happening? And then some guys were like, oh, this is a work. Did you see the interview with the two? Uh, I think it's the boys in the back. They they have like the white and red outfits. Oh, the Briscoe brothers. The Brisk is yeah. that who they no, When I say the boys in the back, like they They're, didn't tell. Oh, anyone. you mean like the yeah. stage hand? Yeah, I was like, I was like boys in the back. Not, yeah, that's like a, my yeah. favorite tag team. Right? No, yeah. like they. When I say the boys in the back, they didn't let anyone know that's part of the show. Like the people wrestling, anything right. that that was gonna be like only like they wanted only to like be two like people legit. knew. Yeah, and it didn't work. Like it's cool to. You, it's cool not to let certain people know, but you have to let the people that are working it. Yeah. Because it confused a lot of people. And they, and they st- I think they started, like, actually, like, that. they were throwing some punches that looked super fucking legit. Yeah, because they didn't know that. that and thought, Bully Ray tackled. I think Bully was in on it. Yeah. Because Bully tackled him to get him to stop getting I think hit. to get him to get sick. Yeah. Yeah. And then you. he was, like, letting people know, like, oh, yo, slow down. Like, yeah. it's not legit. Like, yeah. Well, I don't remember who the two dudes were, but the ones that won. They went into an interview afterwards, and they were like, yo, fuck this WWE shit. And, like, they flipped the table. This isn't what we do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that was real. Yeah. Like, that was legit. Yeah, it would have worked if they would have, if everybody would have been in on it. Yeah. Because I think, I still think, like, any time the Endzone cast do something, it, it makes the news. Yeah. And I think a company's dumb to not sign them. I just, that's my opinion. I just, I, I like the story stuff, but I think that WWE just went too dumb- dumbfounded with it like just too yeah there's too they, much they gotta, really let, they gotta let the people who write the stories let write the stories and yeah. they need vince need to step back and let them do their yeah. thing and yeah. honestly at this point i don't know if it's all vince like i wonder if i i feel like he could be like a scapegoat anymore you yeah. know what i mean because you don't know no, what's even, happening even like the even industry. the guys in the back are like when they when the guys get interviewed they're like yeah. oh no i came up with this great idea and vince is like no uh, and then he pitched the worst idea that's, and that's what they went with but yeah Let's get a little bit more into your music here. Okay. Right. Well, because we are we're getting we're getting up there. Um. So you said you've been doing this for a long time. Did you always start with guitar or? Um. No. I the first thing I did was I played drums pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom taught me how to play Twisted Sisters. Well, the first thing I did was I sang Johnny Be Good on stage in St. Clair in like second grade for like some kind of like, was it like a like a like a talent show. And I was like, well, this isn't a talent, but I'll do it. <laughs> so let's break this down real quick. I mean, we could be here all night if we talked about your grandfather's musical accolades. But right now he's in Three's, three's, uh, three's, three's a Crowd. A crowd. Yep. Your mom's in Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have them booked to be on the show. I That's know. awesome. Yeah. yeah, they were telling me about they're it. Gonna, they're going to come on and talk about the uh, August, right the August before show. The, yeah, right before Scoop yeah. Sock, yep. Um, I think that's an interview I'm doing on a Tuesday. Oh no, I snuck. I, I was trying not to book anyone for like three weeks in August, but when I, I heard about their event and what the cost is for, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice it because I'm trying to get everything ready for that show. Um, I'm stressing. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I I could kind of tell you were a little burned out. I was yeah. Like I, the last interview, I was like, man, he Tony just seems like he's like, he's like 
<laughs> like yeah, it's just everything at once. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, try, I'm trying to juggle this, like, because when I do something, I jump in both feet and I yeah. I go hard. You got it. And then sometimes that sacrifices how we were saying before, friends and family time. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekends, like, hey, well, like this weekend I didn't go to any shows. Except that one, I went um, because like I had um, family birthday parties and family yeah, get-togethers yeah. and stuff. And there's a lot, there's personal stuff going on too. I won't get into, but uh, but yeah, the uh, but it was first show. I didn't go to like any really like the only band I went to was No Rain Checks because um, I love Austin and Max. That was like their birthday show. Um, but even in that show, I didn't really like. I just kind of enjoyed the show. Yeah, I didn't really, just, just yeah. chilling. Yeah, and I gotta stop. I was saying too, I have to stop screams like singing and screaming and going crazy at shows. Yeah, it messes because, with your voice, oh, man. Oh my god. Oh. Well. A fun fact. I, I work like for my job. I talk like on yeah. the phones. I mean, you don't have to do it, but John Lesko from earplugs. Uh, no, oh. no, not earplugs. Well, you could too. do earplugs too. Yeah, no. Well. But um, my first time when I did the shopping, shopping cop, shopping cop. Yeah, <laughs> the, the coffee shop. He was like, dude, like, I guess he just appreciated how the way that I sang. But he was like, just do vocal warm ups, and like. I started doing it, and there's, like, these five-minute ones that you can go online and do, and he was like, yeah, those help a lot, or, like, some type of cough drops I forgot, so I got to hit him up and be like, yo, what was the cough drops? I think my uncle does that, too. I think too. Fulton does that as well. He, like, the, I think, like, the fisherman ones? Yeah, those ones, like yeah. the black yeah. ones? Yeah, my uncle Keith oh. does that, and I was like, oh, it smells disgusting. They're horrible. <laughs> Steve gave me, because like, I was like, oh, my Steve, my throat, my voice is bothering yeah, me. I mean, it clears he's up like, your throat. Like, <laughs> I've watched Steve already get a bowl. I don't want to, maybe give away steve seeker but he had a bowl of water and fills it with ice and then drops vicks in it like vicks vapor rub oh. and he'll literally just submerge his face in it i don't know how safe that is i don't, I don't know, know how but, that's uh, but, but that's like okay the vicks, like the water the cold water and like the mm-hmm. vicks and like it hits his face and like like it just really for it, like, loosens him out. and then he'll it, like yeah. steam like get like steam and he'll just like breathe in the steam that's that's a lot of preparation yeah, <laughs> you have to realize like Steve, I mean, they not, do everything. They do a lot all the time. Yeah, they're always they're going. always playing. Like, like they, they could, yeah. Yeah. So Steve, I saw Steve do a lot of cool stuff. But yeah, there's definitely at the. I, that's the thing too. Like even listen to Howard Stern. He's like, oh, I go to bed by this time and I do this, and I'm like, what? He's missing out his whole life. But he's like, I take what I do very seriously. Yeah. Like I protect my voice. Like I don't want people around me that are sick because if I get sick, I can't do this. Like, yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. Like it, it it's uh, something you have to definitely look into. But uh. Yeah, so anyway, your mom's in Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Um, one uncle is in uh, Hooligan. <laughs> yeah. um, then you have another uncle. I don't know, first names, we'll get there. But uh, And then you have another that's in Crowbot now. Well, yeah. And I, I don't know if it's official, but he's helping with Crowbot as base yeah, dudes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my other uncle in Gorilla Pack, who I'm yeah. not playing with. But, yeah, Gorilla well, Pack. Technically playing with. That was a great Are we time. missing anybody? Um... Mm, Nah, maybe my stepdad's in the same band as my mom, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adrenaline. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty much all, like, all immediate family is... I think playing. I have a hooligan book, too. Yeah. I think I booked hooligan. Yeah, I know Keith was like, oh, I'm gonna try to get in there, and I was yeah. like, okay, we'll do yeah, it, just I hit met, him up. <laughs> yeah, I have I have Keith set up. I actually, the three bands I have now are, like, older, not old school bands, but they've been around a lot longer than some of the other bands I interviewed besides, like, Faith and Exile, but mm-hmm. I got, I got hooligan. Uh, Toolshed Jack and Adrenaline. So yeah. that's pretty exciting. Yeah. I think... Like the OG oh, bands. Yeah. It's crazy. I just... I wish they would all do like a show together in a sense. That would be huge. Just like... Just 
I don't know if there's any differences or anything, but just put it aside. Like, if there is anything, just put it aside. It's music. You're yeah. playing music, I, you know? I think, and, I, and I don't know if this is the vibe, but you see, like, a lot of this, the younger, like, this newer generation, like... They're building each other. Yes. Building upon each other. Whereas yeah. the... They... The... I don't want to say the Hoogans, the Adrenalines, the Toolshed yeah. Jack. Like, I don't want to say that they, those bands in particular, but that that range was definitely built upon who can who who can it's like a competition yeah and it wasn't as healthy i don't think a lot of i feel like a lot of bands were like fighting each other and i don't know yeah you know but i I know the tulsa jazz have nothing good to say but the hooligan guys Hmm? Like the Tulsa Jack guys have nothing, not, nothing but nice. Things okay, to say I was gonna about, say what? Okay. Nothing, nothing bad. They said all nice things about yeah. Hooligan. Like, and the and I really liked how um, Hooligan um, left a little present for the Bad Maggie boys. Did you see that? <laughs> no. So the, Bad Maggie's first ever block party show they got on a Saturday night at the uh, Port Carbon block party. Okay. So the Hooligan guys, I guess, won one of the carnival things, and it was oh like a Rolling God. Stone cover of the Jonas Brothers, That's and they said, awesome. and they said, "Congratulations, your first block party, many more to come." That's so your funny. your buddy, your boys, uh, the Hooligan guys. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, so I think it's maybe starting to turn around a little bit. But, yeah, I don't think it's a lot on bands, but that would be a super show, man. Yeah, Toolshed Jack, Hooligan, and Adrenaline, and Adrenaline yeah. would be a super show. Well, my mom used to play in this band boo boo kitty mm-hmm. which was an all-girl band and they were awesome and they're still awesome they did a reunion show not that long ago really and it was it was literally every band that my mom was in pretty much because it was as uh boo boo kitty um adrenaline and copper seven i think boo boo kitty played last nice so copper seven was like one of the first uh bands that i remember and I don't want to tell her story, but like yeah. I just remember like growing up around like Copper Seven, Better Than Monday, like a bunch of other yeah. bands, and I just wish we had a venue that took it seriously. There's not a lot, you know, and I saw that, and I don't want to name any names because I've only played at certain places, mm-hmm. and Coffee Shop is one where like they will promote, they will promote anything that's going to happen or happening. They promote everything, and I I don't I for the longest time thought that Timmy owned it. Because yeah. he just books everything there, but no, it's like a family-run uh, thing. The, uh, the Weavers, mm. the, uh, the people who own like Bob, Bob Weaver Chevrolet. Oh, I think what? It's, his, it's his kids. Wow. Yeah, the that's awesome. Yeah. I used to live next to that place. I think I'm yep. pretty sure that's the one like down by the Coney. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, they, they, they're, they have their hands in prep, prep, which is awesome. That's so sick. It's an awesome place, and I don't like coffee that much, but lattes, I'm all about. Like, the food's good. Blueberry crisp ice latte at Dunkin' Donuts. My friend let me in on a secret, and he works there, and he's like, dude, you get in, you're getting like two shots of espresso, and I'm like, really? And then I'm dying at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> you're crashing it hard. amazing. But yeah, no, my mom is probably uh, my biggest influence or music type stuff because she was always there and she played drums when I was a baby or being bo- like when she was pregnant with me she was playing in Boo Boo Kitty mm-hmm. and like that's dedication in yeah. itself to be dealing with that and also still playing the drums like yeah. that's a lot of work <laughs> I'm like a nice wide stance yeah <laughs> I could have been you know brought out in on a drum kit you know yeah. like or down no, no, no doctor needed yeah it's just oh man yeah no she's she's awesome and she's like one of my biggest supporters for sure and that's why it's still so weird like doing music stuff in front of my family because 
they don't hear me practice often. I mean, I'm sure like my mom and stuff, they hear me every now and then when I'm practicing upstairs, but mm -hmm. like it's just a weird weight that goes on your shoulders randomly. I don't care about Eddie cuz me and him listen to the same music and when we hang out we jam or whatever. But no one really like taught me how to do anything. My stepdad taught me a song or two, you know, but no one taught me like chord shapes or anything like that. I learned on my own and that's like how our old our whole family pretty mm -hmm. much everyone learned by themselves no one was really and i'm not saying this in a weird way or anything like my grandfather posts like oh it's taking advice like, i take some advice from my family but mostly i try to just do it path. myself yeah because it's i love that they are proud of what i do mm -hmm. and like i write some depressing songs and i don't want them to think that it's on them because what a lot of families don't realize is you have a life outside of your family. Yeah. You have a life outside of your friends. You have, like, your self-life. Yeah. And I don't want people to think, too, like, just from the, if you go back and watch the, the, the episode with Eddie and uh, Eddie, and Eddie um, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, oh, he focused on my grandfather yeah. the whole time. Um, it, it's, not like, it's not like it was the Jacksons where they're forced into the music thing. No. Like, all of them had to forge their own no. path. It's... But the cool thing that you have the advantage of with your family is you have the acceptance to do with that like some families are like dad i want to play guitar and like get a fucking job you yeah know I mean? no or your family's like i want to play guitar and they're like cool yeah cool like oh go downstairs there's six of them yeah, down there yeah you can <laughs> play this one don't break it though yeah. and like oh that was a bad thing that, that happened uh broke a guitar well <laughs> it's a tiny one <laughs> my uncle used to have this Jimi hendrix set oh. thing and um when I was younger, I'd always be like, I want to come hang out with you and your friends in your room. And Eddie would be like, nah, you're too little to listen to music we're listening to or something like that. Just bullshit excuse. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's fine. And I went downstairs oh, into his collection. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I guess he doesn't have to hang out with you guys either. And I broke the guitars and I, I put them back in the tiny case. It was, it was like a coffin case, so it was ironic to me. I was dying Were they like toy guitars? Yeah, the little oh. toy guitars. It was like a Jimi Hendrix. He had his own stage. It was a collector's item. Oh. Yeah, it was very impressive how much I did not care back then. Wow. And I felt so bad about it. So, like, for one year, I, I really wanted to, like... Find them. Find them. Yeah, and, like, surprise them with it. Because I was just, like... Every now and then, it pops in my head. I was like, why was I such, like... I don't know. I was, like, a real dick. Yeah. But in the same token, he used to... <laughs> He, the one time I was, we were in a car together. I was like four. And he used to like he. <laughs> he used to look at me and be like, "Is a devil." <laughs> like <laughs> the spot of Satan himself. I, I don't know if he brought that up in the show at no. all. No, but like, yeah, when we were younger, we had like a weird Tom and Jerry esque vibe about everything. <laughs> I where... can see Eddie like being so angry, but he's so chill. Yeah, he's like. You're the hey, devil. Yeah, I want to fight, fight you. <laughs> I cannot wait till you're older. And then, like, I don't know what happened. Turned 15, we started listening to the same music and just leveling out. But, like... Yeah. I had an uh, older cousin, um, Roach, and I used to sneak... Like, we'd, I'd lift... Like, he'd go up to his attic and he'd blast, like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I'd sit down and, like, oh, I like that. I like that. I like that music. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, my musical influences, other than my family, is, like, definitely Bayside. Definitely... Senses Fail, Pop Mulligan is a newer one. They just started, I don't, I don't know if they just started, but like mm. they just started growing. Um, this band Can't Swim, who shout out to Chris and Chez, who are like, Chris is the lead singer, Chez plays guitar, uh, leads in rhythm sometimes. They are a big 
big band now. Uh, they're on Pure Noise Records, who Handguns was originally on Pure oh, really? Noise Records as well. Yeah, so that was really cool. I got to meet them at a thing called Self Help Fest, which is a day to remember its own festival. And I got to meet Chris. And I just hit, I just like, I saw him standing there. And I was like, hey, dude, I'm sorry I missed the meet and greet. You know, could we talk for like a couple minutes? I just want to tell you, like, your music means a lot to me in this time. Cause I was like 16. 17 going through some really depressing stuff and one of the songs the lyrics is like i broke into your room to see you fall to the floor or something like that mm -hmm. so like the way that i took it was like oh friend going down the wrong path or like maybe drugs or something yeah. or dying and like in that time period i lost a lot of friends just mm -hmm. to i don't even know what i'm I I sorry I if i ruined no, that no, like, <laughs> I, I love how people can perceive um lyrics a completely different way than they were intended. Did you mm. listen to the episode um, with uh, Richard Barth? Richard the, the, Barth. That was like the, we talked about like suicide and depression and stuff. Yeah, was that in the culture to culture one? No, I, no, no. That was that was before... just what we did here. Okay. Um, so I that's something I suffered with for a long time, like mm. the depression and, and suicidal thoughts. Uh, luckily, I I realized I had an issue at a very young age. I never really had as many attempts as a lot of people other, other people have mm -hmm. um but my song was always because i it's for me it's weird now i like to listen to the sad songs they actually uplift me mm -hmm. because i've i've tried to put it in my review mirror but never not never i don't try to run away from it mm -hmm. i always kind of let it i always keep myself yeah. aware that it's still there, it's still there yeah. so i listen to the sad songs to like uplift me to be like i've overcome i was it. in that part yeah but like i'm over that yeah. yeah so my my song that i used to say was like my like it would remind me of like when i would think about suicidal thoughts was uh, bohemian rhapsody oh yeah so for me it was i never had guns growing up or like mm -hmm. access to guns which is probably a good thing yeah because i probably wouldn't be sitting here yeah. right now. <laughs> no. um uh, oh, my geez. family just didn't have them in the house and i had no access to any of them. i got you and i always <laughs> like i always had a sense of humor even though i was like super sad and depressed like oh i can just go jump off of, <laughs> out of the attic window but i will be the guy who will jump and be paralyzed from my nostrils oh yeah down. no yeah that's always the thing yeah, yeah no you want to take the easy way out but you get the hardest way out yeah, instead like, yeah, you'll live till you're 80 yeah. with tube feeding yeah, yeah. no that's yeah, that was always my fear like i would be the asshole who would try to do it and survive and then i'm <laughs> then i'd hate my life even more so that yeah. was always like the reason i didn't because i still kind of had a sense of humor oh my god a yeah. dark sense of humor so anyway um mama i just killed a man put a gun against his head, pulled the trigger, now he's dead. Mm -hmm. That was me perceiving myself. Mm -hmm. And then obviously the song keeps going. Like, And then when I, as I, uh, my, my, my depression and suicide spiked even more, I was diagnosed with a joint disorder. So mm -hmm. I, I suffer really bad with like joint pain and stuff like that. And when he said like, my body's aching all the time, like you know, all that stuff. So yeah. that, that coincides. And then when he goes to hell in the religious aspect is yeah. that um, when, anytime you commit suicide, there's no, there's no chance of heaven in, yeah. in spiritual terms. So that was like me pleading that I wasn't a bad person. I was just going through stuff. So that was always like my dark song. Yeah. Hope I didn't ruin it for you. No, dude. I, <laughs> um, so I like, I don't know. I love deep conversations and shit. Yeah. And that's like my forte is being depressed towards other people. I'm not depressed, yeah. but like having that sadness there because there's so much that goes on in your own life that your family doesn't know. And like, it's one thing to bring it up to them mm -hmm. and then it's another thing to kind of just like just like see where life goes because there's times where i was like mom i don't know what to do this thing's bothering me whatever and she was like oh why'd you never tell me when you were younger and i was just like i just didn't know. like i because when you're younger especially as like 
a guy, and I'm not trying to be sexist, but as a guy, you're not supposed to talk about literally anything that bothers yeah, you. Yeah, you're supposed to suck it up and be a man. Yeah, you're you're a man. You don't you don't cry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. yeah. Another thing too, and I'm not saying this is your situation, but I think this is what happens to a lot of kids, especially when they get older, and parents are like, well, why didn't you talk to me about this before? I think because we live in a culture, and I think a lot, and I, I don't have a kid, I can't relate to this, mm-hmm. but like people don't actually listen to their kids. They dismiss a lot what they say because they're just kids. Or you perceive it that way yeah. when you're a kid. Yeah, because they're like, well, I'm just a kid. No one's going to ever listen to what I'm going through. Like, this, like for me, simple plan. I'm just a kid, <laughs> Like, and life is a nightmare. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that, like simple plan, Blink-22, they were huge influences. I mean, like stay together for the kids and stuff like that. Um, hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but... Um, yeah, like that was that was a big thing. Like I don't think a lot, I think a lot of kids don't open up that way because mm-hmm. they feel like they're not going to be accepted. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's cool. It's cool now. It sucks now as well being able to open up about like how the my parents being mm-hmm. apart like it got to me and stuff or not like got to me, but like as a kid I was just like I don't understand why this is happening and in the same time like my grandfather passed away mm-hmm. and so I was like, my grandfather on my dad's side, who was, like, oh, he was just, he cared about me and my nep- uh, my cousins a lot. I almost said yeah. nephews, but, like, yeah. he cared about me and my cousins a lot, and he would do, like, anything for us. He would take us everywhere. He used to take us to the junkyard. He was, like, the greatest person ever. So mm-hmm. I think I learned a lot from that, too, at a young age, and just, like, losing him and then trying to deal with, what was going on between my parents and like being so young and having that encompass when you're it when you're younger like i don't know like five to 15 negativity is so amplified Mm -hmm. and you don't understand why but your friend's parents saying i don't like you that much or i don't like the way you do that or something like that that could really fuck you up as a kid yeah and then when you grow up to be an adult the best way to look at it it's one of my favorite people ever dan uh, dan avadan from this band Nin- ninja sex party yeah i don't know if you heard of them yep. or let's do, yeah it's they, steel panther yeah. yeah they do a lot of covers yeah, <laughs> yeah. so he, the way he put it is like once you turn into adult you realize adults have no fucking idea what they're doing either so it doesn't even matter what yeah. they think and well, well i mean i grew up in a generation with i, I called it angry white boy music where it was pretty much my generation or the generation before of just get tired of being treated and kicked aside and mm-hmm. being treated like like kids don't matter and you don't have an opinion. And then we got old enough and realized that like, well, fuck you, I don't have to listen to you. So it was a very like F the world attitude. Mm-hmm. And that resonated with me so that I was kind of got angry. And you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying music did that, but it just like that's my that was my culture. You know what I mean? Like punk you know what i mean like yeah. yo listen to us if you don't listen to us we're gonna scream until you do you know what yeah. i mean like and it's a thing that's and, very prominent now too, and, not, still. And, and, and every generation's had that so i hate when people say this new generation's so bad no they're so not they're just you like just you. hit a certain <laughs> you just hit a certain path and you forget how you were when you were a kid yeah you know what i mean like you get the 70s like the hippies where they, they rebelled then you had this generation that rebelled and then it, you, you can even break it down even more like black culture like hip-hop was rebellion music white people had punk rock which was rebellion music then you had certain country artists that were like rebel country that rebelled like every generation every culture everyone has that and it's not that we're just we just people just want to be accepted they want to be heard they want to feel like they what what they what you know just don't dismiss everything even, you hear yeah. i don't even think it's accepted i just think they want to be seen as equal yeah because yeah. acceptance is a thing that you get from something better than you i yeah. think i feel and 
that's the worst way to put anything. It's not like I accept you. It's like I'm here with you. Yeah. You know? That and was that was my biggest thing. I always I always search for acceptance, like with school, same, with family. Yeah. And and you know, I I never really had to sit down with some of my family, but like I always felt like I never was accepted and there was a lot of things that was said and done mm -hmm. that made me feel that i wasn't oh yeah and then i grew up angry and chipped my shoulder and like well you're just a fucking bastard when i like, was younger i'm a I, bastard because yeah you, i feel that if, even when i was nice you walked all over me so now yeah. i'm going to change my attitude a little bit and i'm not going to let myself be that way you know what i mean but, obviously uh, like i think people have the ability to change and it's whether or not they want to take that change because yeah. when i was younger i had I, I've dealt with stuff, you mm -hmm. know. And you have and, the ability to change someone else, too. Yeah. Like, I always say, like, the, the Tim one, you can leave a, a, a legacy when, as soon as you walk out your door that day. If you if you just have a bad day and you just take it out on somebody, you can set a ripple effect that <laughs> that person can do something, you know what I mean? Like, I was like you guys said anyone could be the Joker. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like, it literally, yeah. like... You can wake up just, one day and yeah. start a ripple effect, yeah. you know what and I mean? Like, It's so weird to me because, like... I don't think I'm negative towards other people. Like, I'm a very supportive person, and mm -hmm. I care a lot about people, and that's the main problem. Like, it's not a problem, but you can change someone if they're willing to change. Yeah. You know, you can't change someone if they're not willing. Because then that's, like, that's where religion falls heavily on me, where I'm like, I stand, like, I appreciate the fact that you, you know, believe in something. If you're able to believe in something higher than yourself, and then also put that belief into you, I, go for it. Yeah. Like, I can't do that. I don't, I just try to believe in myself that I can be a better person than I was yesterday or this morning mm -hmm. or whatever, you know? And I don't, I don't try to be negative. Mm -hmm. Just sometimes I get depressed or whatever. Like, I don't even want to call it depression because I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I get sad sometimes and I'm just like, here's a sad Snapchat story of me being sad. Like, yeah. and I just, I don't think, I don't always think it's real. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think there's really anything to be sad about. Like, my family's so supportive. Why do I feel this way? Mm -hmm. Like, why do I feel like I can't talk to anyone or whatever? And, like, maybe it's the separation of my parents. Maybe it's something else. You feel else. lonely? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's a thing, too. But it's not like... When you're sad, is it because you're alone? You have too much idle time? Maybe. I try to occupy myself as much as possible, mm -hmm. though. And I always have friends to talk to. Mm -hmm. And I always have friends to hang out with. So yeah. it doesn't make sense to me, yeah. you know? And and I don't want... Because the way that my mom is, is if she feels like she can't help me or, like, anyone in my family, if they feel like they can't help you, then it's like they feel like it falls on them. And I, that was a big problem with me where I was like, oh, I can't help someone, so I'm a shitty friend. And then I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a shitty friend. And they get pissed off yeah. because they're like, it's not even your life. Like, fuck you, stay out. Like, it's mm -hmm. not a part of you. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing to realize at a young age is, like, you can't 100% fix the world or fix someone. You can't fix things. Mm -hmm. You can build upon them. Yeah. And I, I appreciate my mom for, like, that yeah. in the sense. is like, you can't make something perfect. I appreciate my dad for that in the sense, too. Is like, life's not going to be perfect, you know, but you have the ability to... Be what you want to be, mm -hmm. or be who and, you and want to be. And how you were saying before, like you can't change people, but if you radiate enough mm -hmm. light off you in the darkness, people will flock to the light. Yeah, they will that, find a better path for themselves. And if someone mm -hmm. stops and says to me, like, "Well, yeah," and that's and obviously that's how obviously religion and stuff also spread too. Is someone you know took it and did the right things with it, and they're like, "Well, what makes you so happy? What? Why are you so at such inner peace?" And you're like, "Well, this is what helped me do that." And then somebody else turns around and tries doing it too, mm -hmm. but. It, it, it's i mean it's just it's contagious like positivity is super contagious and 
like, like I said, man, if you ever need to talk, I'm always here. Shoot me a message. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll pick you up. We'll go for a drive. It's also the weird thing. Like, I'm, I'm 20, mm-hmm. so I still have that young, just stupid sadness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's nothing's too small. Like, no problem's too small. But, like, there's some things where it's like, okay, that's not exactly a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll just be something so little. Like, dude, my biggest issue is I'll grab a bottle of water. And bring it up to my room and drink it halfway, grab another bottle of water. And, like, that's a problem to me. That's a problem, you know, because I'm, like, I come upstairs and I'm, like, oh, this water bottle is full. Or this room is full of water bottles. Yeah, this water bottle, this giant water bottle I live in, <laughs> full room. And, like, I have a problem of just, like, I can't keep, I can't keep my room set and clean in a specific way. And that, that bothers me. That's a huge, that's a, that's, like... Clutter mm-hmm. can cause depression. Yeah, no, it's a big issue. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I work on it so much, but like my whole thing is like, oh, I have this YouTube channel to work on, I have this Twitch channel to work on, and I have this music stuff to work on. Oh, my family wants to do this, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't have time for my room. Yeah, like I just want to start sleep small. And, start yeah. small. Wake up and just throw away four bottles. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Fuck yeah, no, seriously, yeah, no, like, I do like, that now. <laughs> like set small, small goals. You know what I mean? Like for the longest time, like even with this, I'm like, oh my god, like this, 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 this. And I'm like, you know what? Like it'll get done. Like I'll like I like this is not my side. Like I, I don't push this aside. But the, like there's some days where I'm just like, all right, I gotta get editing done. But uh, right now I need to do this. Right yeah, now. no, you know the, I mean? like, your I need... life is more important than your hobby. Yeah, well, not, well, not hobbies, yeah. but like your life is more important than what's around it mm-hmm. or what you want it to be. In a sense, you know, you always want to strive to be better. You always want to strive to like take care of people. Because I see you out there, you know, you're a very people-caring person, and that's great. Yeah. You know, that's amazing, because we need people like you. And I'll say, me, in a sense, I care about people mm-hmm. more than I should. I always I always say I hate people. Yeah. Like, that's just my default, but I don't. You know, I genuinely try to take care just of Just don't take lot. on too much. Yeah. Because I, you're still working <laughs> on yourself, too. Yeah. yeah. And I do that now, because mm-hmm. I'm so young, and that's our gener- my generation is, it's not the cry wolf but it's more or less the i'm sad yeah. attention mm-hmm. you know that's like a thing that i've had to deal with and it's just like i don't i don't like it i don't it'll, it'll change it, once you, you hit know. like 20 25 26 when you're like the, well you're, that's my friend range right now it's 20 when, when you're when your body levels out and i'm, being, I'm just being honest yeah. like like that's why they say like you shouldn't do like if they legalize marijuana like they're gonna be like 21 and older because your body doesn't stop developing until you're like 20, 21, like 21, 24, like between 21 and 25. Mm-hmm. Like you're still going through changes in your body and your hormones and your mental aspect. Like, and that's, I'm not saying mental stuff will go away, yeah. but you have a better understanding of it as you get older. See, yeah. I, I have like a, a theory that like we just never stop developing. Yeah, you're like, Because you see old people, you, well, say you're growing up, you're a tall dude, you get older, you're shorter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're still developing, maybe de-developing, but, yeah. like, you're still developing in a sense. Terrible posture, so, bad choices with yeah. your back, yeah. not, not taking care of yourself, yeah. uh, working on strenuous jobs. Yeah. No. I actually hurt my back so bad one time that I, I, I lit, and I went with it for, like, three years, mm-hmm. and then I went to a chiropractor, and I started, like, doing yoga and stretching more, and I literally went and got measured, like, at the worst of, like, my pain, mm-hmm. and I was, like, five, five, nine, five, ten. Mm-hmm. And then I like, but I'm like five eleven, almost five six foot, 
and when I like my back got better, like I was like my height again. That's how mm. bad compressed my back. It was crazy. Ah, that's yeah. insane. So when it comes to music, what uh, what are some of your your future your future plans goals? All right, cool. <laughs> this is this is like perfect because I put a platform out there. Um, my buddy Jeremy Bowsher, he's really awesome. He's been mixing the stuff that I've been putting out currently, mm-hmm. which is like mainly covers of stuff, and for some reason upon like and jeremy's also a video game streamer as well. oh yeah no he's yeah, yeah he's a fucking nerd uh, that guy <laughs> you know, I, I like him a lot I'm, i love I'm, him I, I, I love and this is not like i'm trying this mr studio girl moment but i i love jess yeah jess from, yeah from no she is amazing she is she, she is, is an she's, amazing person and i love her so she she's oh. in, she's in my top 10 people i love of all time yeah like we used to go to the movie theater bar and she's just such a cool person <laughs> she so I don't know if this is too much. I want to be no. I don't. I want to talk about, but like, Jeremy wasn't feeling really good the Yingling show. Yeah. And it wasn't because he drank or anything. Okay. I just want people to know he is responsible. Yeah. He takes care of himself. He got really sick for that day, and then he was, was sick hot. the next day. Yeah. Heat. And I walked him home. Yeah. And he had lemonade in this alien cup, and because you know it's like a, I don't know why. You know, you, there was a lemonade stand. You got a green alien, like, cup. It was pretty big. Yeah. A lot of lemonade. And it was warm. And he's drinking it. And he's like, this is warm. I need to go home. And Jess was like, well, I want to stay and watch the band. Like, that was their plan to do something. Yeah. So I understand why she was upset at him or whatever, you know. But I was like, I'll walk him home. He's my boyfriend now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and we're walking home. And this car drives past. And I, I don't think this is too much. But <laughs> they yelled to us, and they're like, bet you two fuck each other, too. And I was just like, all the time. And Jared's like, good. I was just like, this is amazing. I'm sorry, Jeremy, if you didn't want me to tell that story, but it was great. I can like, tell in Jeremy, but I think it's one of those things where, all right, listen, when I talk to people on the bar, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to, like, project stuff, I pick and choose who I pick because I don't want them because I'm very high energy. So people probably think I'm probably intoxicated and then I'm the same way. If someone comes to me in their hand, like, dude, I want to be on your podcast. I'm like, cool, man. Message me in the morning. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I always tell him like, dude, I would love to like, guess like guest spot on him with one of his streams. So if you guys stream, I would love to come and and play a game. That would be great. I think he would enjoy his whole thing is like, and I've told, okay. I'm not calling him out. Yeah. Hypothetically, I've told him, dude, come on the show with me tonight. And he was like, I have plans to do. His plans fell through, and he had mm-hmm. other stuff that he wanted to do. I want him on things that weren't cool in high school. Yeah. And come talk about his gaming channel oh and stuff God. like that. Yeah. He would be so great. I think his thing Every is. Every Wednesday, I always have a seat, a seat or two open. You're always welcome. I'm going to try to get him to come on. I'm going to try to get him to have you sponsor, like, not sponsored, but yeah. like guest spot on one of his streams. Because what we want to do essentially is like, we're working together. For a lot of shit. Like, we've become so close. I used to be best friends with his brother, Caleb, mm-hmm. in <laughs> in elementary school. Yeah. You know, and then something happened. We didn't grow apart. Like, he just has his own thing that mm-hmm. he's doing. He's friends with my cousin or whatever, and they work or whatever together. And so one day, it was like either Independence Day or Fourth of July or something, I talked to Jeremy, and he was like, yeah, I started streaming. He was talking to my uncle, and I was like, oh, dude, I play Rocket League, too, or something like that. And then we started streaming together, and we just built upon it, and we built, like, this empire, pretty much, of, like, music and streaming. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, that, honestly, that's 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 when I get my shit together, and mm-hmm. I get the next stage of equipment. Like, I have, like, my donation goal and my goal and the money I put away goal. 
but that like I want to upgrade the camera, I want to upgrade microphones, and I want to make it. I have to. I have to. Elgato makes not only the game capture screen, mm -hmm. they make something. It's like another capture. It's a stream deck. If you're, if that's what you're referring to. No, just a or... little box, the Elgato, where you plug the, you know, plug everything okay. in the system. But I also want to get. It's a. It's another Elgato thing where you plug DSLR cameras into it. Oh. And it turns them into a webcam. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. like a converter almost. Yeah. So there, there's two different streaming things I want to get, but we want to start doing like streams, like where we do like banging beers, or mm -hmm. we do um, uh, things that weren't cool in high school, yeah. like maybe do an episode okay. on a Saturday night, get a bunch of people. Because I have a original Xbox. Probably shouldn't say this if this if on the stream we just couldn't show the controllers. But I bought an original Xbox on um, eBay, and the Xbox is modded, and it has. Every pretty much every Xbox oh, so title it just on has it. like emulated yeah. pretty much. It's, it's like a, a giant emulation, and it has every system from like Atari all the way up to like yeah. that Xbox that's, generation. That's so sick. Yeah, like that's all so the sick. arcade beat em ups. And that's you know people that I don't know people that are actually upset with that is that's a pro. I think that's a problem. Yeah, like emulation's not awful because you don't know how long it took someone to code something to even get to there. So yeah. the simple fact. That we were able to decrypt files or grab files from a certain way. Like, yeah, it's kind of shitty, slightly illegal, maybe. I don't know. Like, but it's yeah, just... Yeah, let me go out and run out and buy a, 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 one of those games that still physically works and one of those systems and then, you know what I mean, and not... If, if you're going to talk, like, if you're going to be so mad about emulations, you should be mad about the consoles that are 1 in 100 and it's just stealing titles and it's the same 10 titles every now and then. One's a Mario clone, the other one's a yeah. Mario clone. Like, be and, mad at that. And even if I go and buy it, you're, the company is still not getting any money because it's so old that they're not getting the they're yeah, not they're yeah. not reaping any of the benefits. It's all third party yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's weird. Gaming is a weird thing. Honestly, though, I'll I'm gonna haggle Jeremy into like talking. What days you guys usually stream? Um, every day. It's usually later because he works during the day. Mm -hmm. So we usually stream really late at night. I still don't have a normal sleep schedule. Mm -hmm. I went to bed today at like five a.m. Woke okay. up at twelve p.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I slept for like. What for? You ever stream like Sunday hours? nights? Yeah, we stream on weekends every now and then too. So like I I'm I work my days off are Sunday Monday. Mm -hmm. So like Sunday nights. Sunday night. I yeah. usually I'm usually have nothing going on. See, and, and to stay up late on a Sunday and then sleep in on Monday is not a big deal. Jared's whole thing, and I love him so much. Like I don't think he cares that I say that. Like he knows that I love him as like yeah. he's like my he's like my bro now. Like we've put in so much towards the music thing together, and I've helped him a lot you know and i'm not even trying to brag i'm not trying to take away from him but like um so for his birthday this past year i gave him a guitar that i stopped using because mm -hmm. he wanted to be able to record on his own and i was just like dude it's really expensive you have a house to take care of mm -hmm. i'm just i'm still you know i still live with my parents so i'm still fine you mm -hmm. know i could still fucking find money somehow or some way so i was like i gave him my guitar and he was like forever for grateful for that but like anything that will benefit our recordings and future recordings i'm forever endowed to that dude yeah his mixes are beautiful like the way he can get instruments to sound the way he can get drums to sound that are just plug-in drums and i'm not taking away from real drummers but like the way that he can get everything to sound so close to the real thing and it not being exactly there yet mm -hmm. Like, until we can record that shit, like, it's just amazing. And yeah. I want him to be on this podcast so bad because I think he has a great story to tell. Like, Drive Me Wild is about things that people probably don't perceive, but it's about several things. Mm -hmm. It's such a great 
song. And some people were like, oh, it's kind of repetitive. And he's like, that's the whole the thing. Point, yeah, yeah, that's the point. You know, you drive me wild, it's over and over again. And each time it has a different meaning. Could be about a girl, could be about a addiction or a depression mm-hmm. or a, so anything driving you a certain way. And I'm not tr- like, I don't want to take away from his thing. He's going to go in about it if he gets on this podcast. But I think it's really important that people give that song a listen and uh just look check out his stuff his page and yeah. everything where can we find that um jeremy Bowsher music is a facebook page right now um you could just add him on facebook too i'll give you a link and mm-hmm. stuff then i think we're know. friends i just don't, i don't know if i'm on, on the page do you yeah. have a youtube page just to that um not for that i think he just has like the jeremy Bowsher youtube page mm-hmm. it's just his name everything is just his name because we were like sitting there and we were trying to do our band thing with just the two of us recording stuff we were trying to figure out names we couldn't get anything like we just had no nothing in everything that we land on one of us would be indecisive about which is not like a bad like it doesn't say that we're we don't agree with each other 100 percent. because in music that was the best for us that we were so indecisive about like figuring out what would be the perfect thing and we kind of just clicked musically mm-hmm. you know so but name wise we couldn't click at all yeah. like we um I don't want to give away any of our names, but one of, one of them was undersold. Undersold. Yeah, undersold, but like a soul, you oh. know. So it was like undersold, and it was gonna like the whole thing was gonna be like it's gonna be like a grave, and then a kid wearing like a I don't want to give it away, but yeah, like, you know who would be an awesome yeah. person to have you with logo design? Uh, Haley Stokes. Yeah, Haley Stokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of bands are starting she to did look up. alive. She's awesome. Did she do Ma and Tungo or was Ma no, and Tungo some? She's, um, she's working with. I don't know if I should say it, but she's all take off camera. Okay. She's working with two other bands. Okay. Um, Around the area. Yeah. I could get a general idea and of who it the, is. Two yeah. of them you know very well. Uh, I know very well. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they might have been talked about already on the show. Okay. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll put all the links. Well, after this is done, send me all the links. So we'll, will, we'll put yeah. them in the description below for Jeremy's stuff, yeah, no. your stuff. I definitely wanted to give him the biggest him and my mom i wanted to give the biggest shout outs to because awesome. jeremy has been a huge supporter of my music and just where do you guys where do you guys uh, stream at uh i stream from my house he streams from his I house mean, like twitch. oh twitch yeah yeah twitch. And i was like yeah we stream uh, he's streaming from twitch, like, youtube amazing. mixer yeah, no. yeah twitch mainly yeah. um twitch is the best streaming platform and i know i was talking back to you about it and you were like saying how it's a mainly gaming platform um but i think it would be best uh, not best for you, but like I think it would be a good move as well to Twitch. stream there as well. Yeah, because there's you can multi-stream as well. And not with this fucking thing. No, well, not all that. Yeah, no. No, no I'm no. saying this computer would just break uh, if I tried to multi-stream. Probably. Yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, was, it, it used to be a strong computer, but it gets really hot sometimes. Well, that's another reason that I want Jeremy to like. I just want you guys to meet. Yeah. Like have like a formal meeting. I'm sure you've met before mm-hmm. at shows and stuff, but he's not like out in public. He's not the most outroverted person yeah. so like i've always been that friend like if i get the streaming guy i would need all the help yeah. in the world he's definitely he wanted he, when he was listening to the podcast he was like i need to figure out like i need to go there and figure out how i could help like he's like i really want his to go well because what he's doing is so great but there's this little things you know I'm, and I'm, listen i don't know how to use any of my boards when it comes to ed- like you know what i do for the editing I, in the very beginning when I do the thing, yeah, you just do the noise reduction. Get rid of the noise. Yeah. Then I normalize the audio, mm-hmm. and then I'm done. Yeah, I got you. I don't know any other cool steps See, to like. 
so my best friend uh gavin who i do the youtube stuff with mm-hmm. we play games and stuff currently we're doing the super mario maker series because that yeah. just came out and it's then my video hilarious. editing is a, is a generic little program because yeah. i'm not paying 60 bucks a month i mean i would Adobe. gladly help you out if, yeah. if anything if anything where it was like you needed time i would definitely punch in the time to do that because mm-hmm. it's just like i said anything to occupy myself i'm all about it and it's just so much fun like video editing is fun mm-hmm. when it's something that you don't have to do yeah you know what i mean and essentially, in your case, you're doing this all yourself, yeah. right? You're doing like literally every like record. He punt. He had to hit record on the laptop and then on the camera, you know. So, like, so there's no synchronizing yeah. until we should have we should have synchronized the video. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. 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 Shit. Well, the thing is, even with editing on this computer, it doesn't play smooth all the time during the re-editing process. So, like for me to try to get it perfectly in sync each time doesn't always See, work because my computer does it, it's just not running the way it should run i use sony vegas and that's what my friend uses adobe premiere which is really yeah good i would program. love to use that i just yeah. don't have the money I, yeah <laughs> he has the money he just he's he's great yeah. you know he's my best friend i've known him for years and stuff and like he has the drive to do things but when it's not there is when there's like a difference in our friendship mm-hmm. or not even a difference but like we get argumentative with each yeah, other and i'm just like come on man like yeah. and he's the same way with me like when i'm not there he's like why don't you want to fucking record anything you know like why don't you? so we started really hammering down on recording and editing and i've started to pick up a lot more because he used to do like all the editing himself and i feel like a dick for like not making him but let, letting him do like everything so the first couple video, videos we did the editing for um nikolai did okay and then i was like well nikolai i was like you have dreams that are not the same dreams i have for the mm-hmm. podcast do you mind if i get a drink i'm yeah, gonna man. listen but yeah. i just want to get a drink <laughs> you can keep talking um so i told him i was like um you you want to you have different goals in mind than i do so if you were to no longer be able to do this with me mm-hmm. um I, I would be stuck when it comes to editing and stuff like that. So I have to learn. So I went out and bought all my own stuff, all my own, own edits. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I'm slowly teaching myself. Like, he went to school for a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he has really good equipment, really good programs. He yeah. has the Adobe. So, like, a lot of the stuff, like, the thank you for watching, he made. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know how to make that little graphic, you know, like, yeah. stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm still learning. And that's why I always tell people, like, if you, if, if like, donations or anything helps. Suggestions, donations, yeah. any, Suggestions, literally donations, anything, the whole nine. Yeah. you know. If, if you know programs and, like, so here's my whole thing that frustrated me, especially starting YouTube, because I started in, like, 2012, 2013, when I was just, like, a kid. All I would do is me and Gavin would record skits together with our friends. Just, like, mm-hmm. not even, like, skits, just us being stupid, pretty much. Literally, there was a video at one point in time where I have, like, a toy gun or something, and I'm just like, I hate leaves, or leafs. I said leafs, not leaves. I was like, I hate leafs, and I started hitting this leaf with a fucking gun, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm emphasizing it with like that, but that's how I said it in the video. And I'm just like this chubby kid smashing a gun on like a leaf, and it's yeah. just like, I don't understand the purpose of this video, but it was funny to us back then, you yeah. know? Well, I, I, you, you may go back, like, anyone who you, who you idolize, like, I, I have a lot of inspiration from, from Howard Stern, from Joe Rogan. Go listen to Joe Rogan's first 100 episodes. Oh, my God. They sound terrible. Well, yeah, I, I think, what, like, he didn't know what to talk about all the time? Mm-hmm. 
So, and even, like, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. I'm sure yeah. you didn't know. You had an idea. Like, the music thing was obviously going to be yeah. part of it, but it's just like... Well, I build up conversation and mm-hmm. come up with questions on the fly, you know what I mean? Like, And that was also something that, like, a lot of my friends don't have... Like, a lot of my friends are introverted people. Mm-hmm. As, a lot of mine are too because I see people that are introverted and I'm like, man, yeah, I, bring I, I try to yeah. bring them out. Yeah. yeah, That's how I am. Like, my best friend, like, I, man, I love him so much and I just wish he'd get out there. And it's just like, for him, is just not his scene in like a, a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. We went to Comic Con together and it got to the point where he, like, he had a panic attack. Oh. This is going to be a great story. He had a. Not like a real panic attack, but he was like, dude, I just need to get the fuck away from people. Like, there's just too many people. Comic Cons are weird, man. It's a lot of people. And for some reason. It's always cringy. It's cringy. It's cringy. It's cringy and some, I don't know if it's a, if it just, some people smell. Thank you. I'm not good at, thank you. I'm not good with bad smells. I hope I don't smell bad because no, that would be ironic. I was like, don't, don't tap on the table. And you you like... don't smell bad. Um, no, but I, I went to a Comic Con one time and all the vendors bring like stuff from like their Shit. grandmother's attic. Yeah. So it smells like an old attic mixed with smelly people. You spray it down with something. You have you have bags over it. You spray the bag. Like, come it's, on. But, so it's like a mixture of like an attic mixed with like body smell. Axe. Yeah. Not even axe. It just. Oh. It just Dirty butt. Everywhere I go, I get Axe, bro. Really? I just get like all Axe chocolate. You know, remember the chocolate Axe spray <laughs> that like they had that thing where it like turned into a chocolate man. Yeah. It was like I think one of the slogans was like so much they'll take a bite out of you or yeah. something like that. And I was like, that's so the awful. first the first con I went to was in uh, was in Pitts, Pittsburgh, and I said, uh, oh man, it's gonna be exciting. I hope there's like some hot girls cosplaying. <laughs> Never. It's always the ones you don't want to know. Like, like oh, it's like God. some dude who's just like, I'm gonna wear like, I'm gonna wear like skin tight Robin suit. Chung Lee, Chung Lee, see your dick, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, there is a weird appreciation for it though. Yeah. Any dude that'll crossplay, like, I have appreciation for it. Like, I've worn skirts before. Oh, like, Andy I, is a beast. I love Andy it. Hatter, I love it so much. Yeah. I don't. Where's that on my fridge? All right, you see, you see right there the Mrs. Claus. Okay. In the dress with yes. the heels and the leggings. Yes. That's Andy. He's a babe. <laughs> He's a babe. That's like he goes to Comic Con every year and he does. I love his it. First day he does like a wrestler. Yeah. Second Didn't he day, do he does, Wonder Woman? He does. He does. He, did, he, did, he does a chick character every oh year. Oh my god, I lo- I love he it. Did, he did Wonder Woman, Harley, She Hulk. Dude, I I don't know why. Maybe it's just all the weird shit that I watched as a kid. Like I just I I was always like. Not cross-dressing, but, like, if any time I, I could wear, like, a skirt or something, I'd be like, yeah, fuck, why not? Fuck like, it. Yeah. It's like, this is cool to me. Like, this is weird, <laughs> but it's cool to me. Like, I always loved AFI. Their singer is such a weird dude. Yeah. And for the longest time, I was like, is this a chick? So I always wanted to have that mentality of, like, maybe I could just shave. Dress like a chick and trap my friends for one day. <laughs> like, just send them pics and be like, yo, what do you think? Oh, my God. The, okay, so last night. I was streaming with one of my buddies, and I was like, dude, I'm going to have this one girl I've been talking to. She's really good at, like, visual, like, not VFX, but, like, like makeup and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was going to be like, yo, I'm going to get her to give me a wig and dress me up and make me look cute as shit. All right? And then I'm going to send pictures to my friends and be like, hey, what do you think about this chick? I know one won't fall for it. Yeah. Like, well, I know for a girl, fact. I See, I don't really get, I'm not too much, like, I'm on YouTube, mm-hmm. but I'm not at all into the YouTube community. Like, I watched this video the other day of like, oh, the top videos of YouTube all time. <laughs> and they're videos I didn't even know existed. Like, mm-hmm. and they're the most viral videos. Like, I don't really get into like the trends on YouTube yeah. because what, I, what I'm what i interested in is not 
what's popular on YouTube. Oh no, that's and like even gaming streaming. Like yeah. I don't really watch too much game streaming. Um, only because I just don't know who I would watch yet. Like you know, I try to watch a few people or those wa- people that walk around a video blog, and I'm uh, like, it just comes off really annoying. It to doesn't me. seem real. Yeah, it does. It um, seems like scripted to a sense. Yeah. And... So like the, everyone's like, oh Ninja, and I was like, can't watch him. He doesn't do it for me. And then there was like the, that the kid with the shaved head who's always screaming and punching doors. Like I can't watch. Oh him my either. god, Tyler one. Yeah. Can't... Oh my my best. Uh, okay, my friend's brother. He is like hilarious. Because he knows, like, all about these Twitch streamers, and then he'll just link us a video and be like, look, it's you, or, like, it, look, it's yeah. one of you guys playing, like... I was on uh, a stream one time, and I didn't know I was on one until halfway through. So I I used to play Fortnite on PlayStation 4 oh because I used to play with Ful- Fulton. Yeah. So the one day Fulton's like, oh, I'll be on in a minute. He's like, all right, I'll play a couple games without you. So I was playing, and I just ran a duo. And I was like, I'll just do a random duo. And I always had my headset in because... I like talking to people, but no one ever uses the, the, you know what I mean? So all I hear is this dude's like, hey, man, what's up? I was like, not much. He goes, you, you new to Fortnite? I was like, yeah. He was like, I can tell you your character. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like the top corner of my system is going bling, 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 bling. I'm like, dude, what is happening? Oh, did you get like a shit ton of friend quests? Yes. And I was oh like, my God, I, was like that's awesome. I was like, what's happening? He goes, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't block out your name. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm streaming. Um, he goes, I don't, I, are you into streaming? I'm like, I, I know about it, but I don't really watch. He goes, I have like 50, 50,000 followers. <laughs> um, so all these people are messing me like, dude, I can't believe you're on his stream. You're on this stream. Like I got all these friendly just requests. like, I don't know this fucking guy. <laughs> and I played a game with him and then he died, like he died first. And then I was like, all right, take it easy, man. Like, hey, good playing with you. And then I was still getting messages like, yo, you, I can't believe you're on his stream. And I was like. I don't even know who he is. Wow. But, like, he has 50K people that follow him. awesome. Um, But, yeah, so I got to find someone to start streaming. But, like, here's the cool thing that I want to do with this podcast, too, is I just, like, bring awareness to this stuff. So, obviously, more people now know about a lot more local bands because of this. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I have Haley, which she opened the door to hopefully more artists in the area. Dude, I – there are so many talented artists. Like, Mm -hmm. one dude came in – I want to promote him because he was a really genuine guy. Mm-hmm. And so let me just, I'm sorry if this is, I don't want to be too long. No, you're good. Almost I'm just worried about your, your ride home. Oh, uh, yeah, no, my, I, I have, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> um, well, um, while you're pulling it up, like um, like local stuff, like we have walk-in art centers. We have the block of art into Pottsville. The Majestic Theater has some, such cool stuff going see, on. See, I like, want to get down to the Majestic Theater, but I've never... I was actually talking to the lady who runs it on uh, during Brewfest. Uh, not mm-hmm. Brewfest, uh, Yingling's thing, the, the, the Yingling 190th. And I was like, yeah, I do a local podcast. Like, I was actually plugging a lot of you guys on for the Majestic. She goes, cool, you should come and set up and do something. And I'm like, man, I'd love to, but these fucking microphones i can't do like on locations because if i'm in a room bigger than this it picks up everything these microphones are horrible like and it sucks i'm starting to make connections but i can't do anything because i need like a more of a dynamic mic so it it only picks up me but there's so much cool stuff out there man like i want to get more of it out there but uh but yeah so like video game streaming i had already one guy that came on things that weren't cool in high school talked about his video game streaming get you and jeremy on Mm -hmm. um you know she's footing meatball used to do gaming oh my god like, there's I love so many, them. like, we can get a community of just local people that game stream. Like, if we all show each other's support and mix each other's audience, we can yeah. grow together. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have to send you, like, pictures and link to that guy's Instagram. Yeah. My phone's being bugging out on. It's like, certain apps won't work. But, like, me and Cheesefoot, oh, my God. They're my favorite people. Yeah. I asked Cheesy. I surprised my coworker with tickets to see Senses Fail. Yeah. But I got VIPs. I only got two tickets because they're 
fucking expensive, dude. Yeah. Like, and so I hit Cheesy up, and I was like, hey, do you want to come with us? And I didn't, and he replied to me, and I, I feel like I forgot to reply back. Like, like I just now realized. <laughs> <laughs> like, cheese, uh, yeah, hey, uh, yeah, we still want you to go, but I told him, like, yeah, I got the VIPs. I don't know how many are left at the time, and I'm so excited because it's the senses fail. It's the re-release of their album from Depths of Dreams. So they're re-recording it or remixing it or something, but they're going to play the entire album oh, wow. in full. And they're playing with Hot Mulligan, and this these guys are awesome. Like you said, you like sad white boy music. You might dig these guys. Yeah, yeah. They like my favorite band in the area right now is, is Montango. Yeah, like that's no. my style of music. I love it. Yeah. Um, funny story. I don't know if I could even talk about it. I don't know if they want me to, because the whole thing like, so I was like what sixteen when they were still uh, young at uh, not young at heart. Um, um, Strength and Allies. Strength and Allies. I don't know why Young at Heart popped into my mind because I think George or one of them helped like helped them out or mm-hmm. something like that. And so when they were Strength and Allies, I was still young, but I still played guitar. And so, so I was originally gonna be like Austin's backup, like guitar, like the oh, guitar, yeah? yeah. And then they were like they got Tyler, and I was like, oh, Tyler. Oh, like Tyler, and then I met Tyler, and I was like, "Oh, you're cool. I, I can't not like you. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I can't be jealous. Like he's uh, he's an awesome, dude. Too. He's, is he your cousin, right? Tyler. Tyler Smart. Well, he's he's only filling in for Austin when he's. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Like, I was yeah, supposed no, to be not, the villain. No, not he's cousin. not your cousin. No, we just kind of. Oh. Like, I met him at a bad. I met him through bad match. I thought you guys were cousins. No, we just always go to shows together. Oh like, that's my, god. My, that's my concert buddy. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Okay. Do we look like we're should be cousins. I oh well, I just thought so because you guys are always hanging out and yeah, talking just, together yeah, and I'm like just, oh we, you guys are like we related meet up a lot and hang out. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, I brought him to the Crowbot show and he was so excited. Yeah, he was. I think he was in a band with one of my cousin Will's. He's friends. a good guitarist. He's a really good guitarist. That's why I was so upset when I realized that he was gonna be the one doing it because like for so long they actually they sent me a lot of their stuff before they recorded it as just midi files mm-hmm. so i was like learning those and they sent me like a pre-finished What's your version on that? um, um <laughs> it's really hard i like uh what it's is that you john wayne yeah it's me yeah, yeah. That's mine's my better now because like better now. i love the yeah fuck yeah that's like shit yeah i love playing that oh man i just I love Liam in general, and I don't talk to those guys much as I like would like to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because, like, not like friend group thing, but like they have lives. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but anytime I see Brett, he gives me a hug, and like he's Brett grew up. I grew up with Brett and Eddie and all mm-hmm. them. So like, yeah, it's really I, I, cool. they're they're cool dudes, man. I Liam like is very interesting because he's like. Uh, the way that his personality is, he has that very front man mentality mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, he's very shy in person, you know, as opposed to, like, off stage and on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, on stage, he's fucking amazing. Like, he can talk about whatever, but I think off stage, he's like, I need to be quiet. Yeah. My name is Liam. <laughs> yeah, I like that band a lot. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, so anything that we uh, we didn't cover you want to talk about? Um, Man, it's just, I don't know. I just love this podcast, honestly. I appreciate it. I love the terrain episode so much. Oh, God. <laughs> that was my least favorite. Um, Why, man? Not because of him. It just. What's your favorite Black Mare episode? Right now? Yeah, Black Mare. Ooh. I just watched the Miley Cyrus one. That one was really good. Oh. 
But I, I like I like the one with uh, where the guy goes in the not the. Sex you didn't, you're not even realizing what I said, did you? What? Black mayor. Black mayor. Did I say mayor? No, I said oh, black, black mayor. mayor. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that was like the whole thing. Yeah, black mayor. I was like, oh yeah. my god. So what happened on that episode is uh, Ben showed up 13 seconds before we hit live. Yeah. Drunk. <laughs> and, I love uh, him, dude. And Ben so Ben much. is very introverted. He's that's slowly coming out. Yeah. And, but doesn't realize when he says some things that he can get himself in trouble. Spoiler alert. Remember the guy I said that he can get himself in some trouble? Yeah, yeah so, that's, that's the bad. guy? Oh, okay. That's bad. All right. Like, oh, yeah, no. Superman was made by Jews. <laughs> well, explain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> explain. Well, in 1950, you know, <laughs> uh, that like, was amazing, though. That's like, so it's this thing where, like, you it it's not coming from like any bad it's place. not no you but know, if you don't know him or, and, no. like it's people are like what the fuck you mean by that you know what i mean like yeah. terrain read it very very good i love terrain i love too. him too he's he's an interest i thought he hated me for the long time like really? when i was well, when i was younger i would say stupid stuff that i it was obviously racist on accident like i was just 12 <laughs> saying something that's that racist. Heard, that you heard like, on South Park and yeah, you was probably. Funny. And I thought it was funny. I was gonna be like, "Hey, Terrain, token joke." Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Terrain was not having it, and he was like, "I don't like this kid" or something. But I think that's also just ter Terrain's personality. Is like until you know him, yeah, it's like it's with anyone until yeah. you know them. That's like just how it comes mm -hmm. off. And I really like Terrain. I there like this podcast. Uh, I don't want to plug it because he already plugged it, but Alcoholics yeah, with Terrain Myricks, like hopefully, fucking. Hopefully, I'll be on there soon. Oh man, I I would love to see you guys. I thought the it was it was really cool to see the chemistry between two podcasters. Yeah, I like, do. I, I don't. Is that the word? Is that the term? Yeah, I'm more. <laughs> I'm open for more. So I'm gonna do another episode with another podcast. The Murder My Dude guys are gonna come on. I keep hearing you talk about them, and I really gotta listen. See, it's awesome. My my podcast is like Harmontown. I don't know if you know Harmon Town. You, you mm. know Rick and Morty? Yeah. The co-creator was Dan Harmon, and he has his own podcast. Oh, okay. And so in the beginning, they play D&D &D all the time. At the end, they do like a 30-minute dungeon run, which shout out to my cousin Will for bringing me into the D&D &D group. Because I tried. I can't do it. What? Really? I don't know. Yeah. It's just so much fun. The closest and... I ever got to a D&D, &D, we played a game called uh, Night of the... Ch Chulu or Cthulhu or I don't know. It's it's like this Night game. of Cthulhu. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you have to like roll the dice and you pick your characters and fight monsters and put them back. That's in pretty awesome. I'm trying to think. I I think I know what you're talking about. Something of Cthulhu. It might be Night of Cthulhu. Yeah. But... So we played it and everyone's like, you gotta kind of play like you know you kind of kind of role play a little bit. And I was like, all right. I'm like, well, I'm gonna be the homeless dude, right? So on the whole con, they're like, Yo, you have to come fight this monster. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. I went around and just collected all the money. And then I would like find these power ups, and the power ups were used to like help close portals. So I'd be, yeah, and they'd be like, "Yo, Tony, we need your power so up." So you were aiming for end game, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "You want this power up?" And like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Give me some gold, <laughs> three dollars." Yeah, because and they're like, "All right, that's a deal." So my god, like I'm a homeless dude. I'm role playing. You're just playing Monopoly. Yeah, you're I'm just not, playing Monopoly. Yeah, at I'm this not. Point. I don't care if the world ends. I'm homeless. I'm just trying to get money. I'm just trying to get bored. <laughs> yeah, so happened. that's how I played the game, and people didn't think I was playing it right, but I thought I had a great time. Um, but yeah, so like I'm doing a podcast with them, and then actually the dude from uh, from the Murder by Dude podcast is actually going to be like a permanent fixture on Tornado Tech podcast. That's now. awesome. So like. I, I don't want like I want people to work together and, and come in yeah. and talk to other stuff like I w I'd love to do an episode with the, the dude from Cole region campfire story guy um, Steve yeah is yeah yeah I that's funny what's yeah. his I can't remember how to he's say, a very Lansky, Italian last name Lansky, yeah or something like that yeah he's yeah. a really really big Italian last name but. he is 
I knew him before the podcast. Like yeah. when my mom's was in a, like early adrenaline stage with her, like we moved into a house and he would come over the house and hang out when adrenaline was practicing or whatever. Nice. And like, and he used to have like rocker dude hair, like like the like the Steel Panther. Like the, yeah. he used to have longer hair. I'm pretty sure. I if I'm remembering it wrong, like I'm pretty sure he looked like a Brett Michaels at oh, some wow. point. Like I could be wrong. You might, be. but I <laughs> we'll find out. I remember he used to come to the house all the time and talk, and he is he's a really cool dude. And yeah, he's but still really cool. I, there may be even more po- podcasts in our area that I don't know about, and I, I want to find out. And yeah, I, dude, I want to I want to plug you guys. I want to work together. Let's have some. There's fun. definitely there's a lot in this. There's a lot of streamers that I didn't know were from this area, or yeah. I didn't even know were streamers. People that were streamers, and it was really cool to like me and Jeremy kind of got engulfed in this weird community in a sense. And then we really broadened it when a lot of musicians that I knew started streaming because I was like, well, I could help you out. Mm-hmm. And then they would host me. Yeah. So I would have like this dude that I look up to as a musician hosting me playing video games yeah. as a gamer. And it's like, but you can only do that on Twitch. Host. Um, you could host on Twitch. I don't think you can host on YouTube. No. no. I, I, when I, when I was streaming, I was using mixer. The only reason I like Mixer because there's no latency between the chat and the game. That you could use it on Xbox and it's super easy. That, that's why. Yeah. That's why I use the, a lot. The the you are a lot of problems that people have with like um, streaming software, recording software is like it's so it looks like so much like Audacity. It's kind of simple. Yeah. You know, like visually simple. Um, but then actually going in and then figuring out what everything does, you just gotta mess around with yeah. it pretty much to mm-hmm. figure it all out and. Um, so what I use to record now is Reaper, hypothetically, legally. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have uh, this thing called Studio One. I Sadly, I did use Le- Reaper for a little bit, and I was like, I kind of like it, but it's still a lot to handle, mm-hmm. and I really want to pay for it. Like, There's a lot of things where I'm like, I can't afford this right now, but once I can, I'm going to buy it. Yes, I'm here. And sometimes a five-day trial is not enough. Yeah. Because that trial runs when you're not using it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. And it should be like games used to be on 360 days online where you'd get... 10 hours. Yeah, 10 hours. And it only accumulated over While the time on. you were playing. Yeah. yeah. I fucked up the one time. This is the old Madden. And I I'm, and I play, I got Madden and I'm like, fuck, I go run, do something. And I paused the game and left and came back mm. and lost my 10 hours. Pissed. No, but uh, yeah, man. If, if there's anyone that you know that's into something, uh, send them my way. Yeah, we'll defi- get them on here. Uh, and- my buddy Jack should definitely come on here. He's he's a he's in college right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to pick up on no rain checks. I don't know if you're trying to kick me out. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm just joking. I know it's getting kind of late, but like, um, I wanted to pick up on no rain checks because Jack actually knows Max, mm-hmm. and their base is Austin. I used to go to his house every now and then because my friend Jake. And this dude, Justin, the only reason I'm not saying last names is because I'm not sure how yeah, people yeah, feel. Yeah. I don't want to, like, mm-hmm. do anything like that and hurt hurt their feelings and have them be like, yo, dude, I don't want to be in the public eye or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I love Austin to death. <laughs> Austin's really cool. I used to go to his house after me and my friends, Jake and Justin, uh, we would go to Justin's basement and learn songs. And um, we picked three songs. I think one was a Rush song. And... One was American Football, honestly. I don't know if you ever listened to that. That's mm-hmm. some emo music. Um, and then I picked Hawthorne Heights. And this was right before, um, right before I think right before Eddie joined Japan 4. Because he was teaching Jake guitar lessons. And Jake's a really cool kid. And he's in college now. 
so we don't hang out as much. We, like, rarely talk, and it's, like, it's weird how school does that to you, but mm-hmm. I know that he's, like, one of those people where if I saw him, like, there's so many people you just in pick my, right back yeah, up where you right back up, mm-hmm. and that's how my buddy Jack is, and Jake, and, like, all my friends, all my friends are really cool people, and that's, like, I say I have acquaintances, um, because my friends are the people that I don't talk to every yeah. day. You know, I have those ex- exclusive friends, like Jer, he's a, he's a really good friend. I mm-hmm. talk to him all the time. Uh, my buddy Gavin, I talk to him every now and then, too. And sometimes I just, like, need a break from people. Mm-hmm. So that's when I go into those states of being, like, by myself, right? And then sometimes it just succumbs me and it gets, like, Don't bad, stay there too long. You know? yeah. yeah, and it's like, all right, well, I had enough here, you know? Like, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. Um, I really think, like, before we end, I know it's getting close there. I can feel it. I think it's going to end <laughs> on a good note, hopefully. Um, but I think that you should really bring yourself into a friend group of people that try as much as you mm-hmm. or care as much as you do. Because I tried so hard for the longest time just to fit in with, like, people yeah. that I didn't know. And it wasn't even worth it because those people aren't there. I would say the same thing, except I would I would say surround your people that surround if you're if you're a creative person mm-hmm. and you want to create and you want to put something out there and you want to work and you want to work hard, put yourself around other people who 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 have that same mentality and that same Definitely. drive. Um, That's how Jeremy, like me and Jeremy, just were like, dude, I want to do this music thing. I don't mm-hmm. know about it, and I was like, do it, and then he'd be like, you do this then, and then we just kind of like push each other mm-hmm. into these areas, and I would connect with i know a lot of like successful musicians that are not from around here and it's luckily uh a little bit from my family and a lot from just me shooting them a message on facebook Mm -hmm. or like reaching out to someone like because yeah it's weird to be like hey i love your band check out my band don't do that Mm -hmm. don't do that like i know you want to spread the word but like just have a genuine conversation be honest be like hey dude I really look up to you. You, you inspired a lot of my sound. If you have time, check this out. Don't you don't have to. Yeah. Or don't even include the music thing until later on. Like, yeah. I, and that's so weird. It's like a weird strategy thing where mm-hmm. you're like throwing the pawn out there, and you're just like, man, I don't play chess often. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, but it's... Well, my first experience ever with culture to culture is, uh, is they needed someone to go up and talk, and I went up and I spread. I, I did my little testimonies talking, and I went mm-hmm. to get off stage, and. Uh, this is the time that I went on. I went on social media, and I did a. I did a. I just went on Facebook Live, and I sat just by myself, and I did like a quick little 15, 20 minute yeah. video. I love when you do that. Bro. And I was just like, <laughs> I want to do more of it. I, see, I want to start doing it where I showcase, like, there's an, like obviously interviews are good too, mm-hmm. but not many people want to sit for a two hour interview, and I understand that. Yeah, but I so like making like the quick 10, 5 minute videos and just saying, and hey, um, so this is the thing I want to plug today. Go check out uh, Farlow Subs. Yes. You know what I mean? Something like yeah. that, and make like a quick video, tag them. Here's your social media pages, or go check out this video game streamer. So I want to start doing that more with all four channels. Yeah. Like, hey, here's a cool wrestler. Go check this guy out. He's an indie guy, or go check out this show. Anything like that, I mm-hmm. want to start doing that more. And I think that that shows good camaraderie. So anyway, I did that with Culture to Culture. I made a video, and then I showed up there. I think two Fridays later, and I was getting people were shooting me looks like, "Oh shit, there's that dude." And I think I was wearing my interview shirt, but I, I don't remember or a hoodie because it was cold at the time. I was wearing my hoodie, um, mm-hmm. so I went up and I just did a testimony, and I went to walk off stage, and I didn't plug the podcast at all. And as I was getting to walk off, uh, Pastor Vinny's like, "Wait one second. and he goes. Do you know what the definition of being humble is? 
And I went, I, I, I would like to hope so. And he goes, I would say you are that. I'm like, thank uh, you. I appreciate that. He goes, not, awesome. nobody else in this room knows this, but a few people that work here of who you are and what you do. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, uh, you went up here and you just talked and you, you, you bought into what we're doing and you came up here genuinely to support what we're doing and talk about the topic of tonight. And you didn't come up here to plug. I was like, no, not at all. And I went to walk off and he goes, well, before he goes, now I want you to go up and plug what you're talking about. And ever since that day, they're like, hey, come in and set up a podcast or come in and talk to us. Come in and help host tonight or come in here and just like yeah. be a part of it. And that's it, that's the main issue that a lot of people struggle with that are starting out is because they're looking for that. They're looking towards the consumption of yeah. like other people. And they're looking for the attention, mm -hmm. you know? And when you're just doing it to do it, that's when you're really going to grow. And I think for my music, I'm just doing it because it's very cathartic. Yeah. You know, a lot of the stuff that I write about are stories that life experiences that I've had or like from perspectives of friends that I had or, you know, just like the loss of a friend or something like mm -hmm. that. And uh, people have heard the demos of some of my songs and they're just like, wow, it's you singing. Like, you know, and... The thing is, like, when you're so genuine about something, when you strive to do something and you work for it, it's going to come out the best that it can. Mm -hmm. When you're not genuine about it, it's going to come out as, oh, you're just doing this. You're just doing this to show off. There's a lot of bands that do that, and, and I don't know if it's in the area. I don't, mm -hmm. like, I go out, and I'm not saying that I don't go out for any reason. I mean, you know, I don't drive, you know, but I always want to. Anytime that my friend's going somewhere, anytime that my uncles are going somewhere, I'm like, hey, I go to this, hey, I go to this. I'm definitely going to Skooksock. Awesome. That's kind of, yeah. I went to Japan for, uh, I, w I wanted to do a thing, but I don't know if they'll let me do it. <laughs> Japan. So we had our meeting and pretty much Japan 4 said, uh, we don't know how our set list is going to go. We have an idea, but it's probably going to turn into just people coming up and joining yes! the show. And I was like, that's what I was hoping that's for. That's why I want Japan 4 I talked on the to dais. Brett. Um, the day of a, the Apollo 88 show and he was like so Bill you're gonna come up on stage with me and we're gonna sing MCR and I was like let's fucking do it but I wanna dress up as Gerard Way from that era uh, from the not okay era like yeah. with a wig and shit but I'll be having my glasses on <laughs> like, <laughs> like I wanna do that I wanna do it cause the I feel only like thing that sucks so is we did, we did cut some bad set list time so instead of like hour we, yeah. we gave her 145 just because I didn't want Crowbot to go on at 12 Mm -hmm. to an already exhausted crowd no, and then people sense. leaving at two because the cool thing about this show is and this is why i always tell people too like if you're not coming to this because it's not possible it sucks i think you're missing out on something special well, here so you don't need to be yeah i don't I, 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 don't, I think you're missing out on something special because there's people from maryland virginia mm -hmm. like new jersey the because like the new jersey show people like oh it's a 15 dollars show i can see crow like crowbot but I could pay twenty dollars to see him in their hometown, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like if you're a Crowbot fan, and they, you, they want to see it in a in a hometown experience. It <laughs> that's the way to do it. It's so it's weird. A different. It's I guarantee. So weird. I guarantee our show will be different than the show in New Jersey, Brooklyn, yeah. and 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 yeah. the two in New York. You know why? Because they're home, and they they'll probably walk like. I, I told like I told this lady and I I, I was going to talk to Bishop, and I don't think he's going to care. But if there's a lady who's driving from Virginia. Or Maryland for this show, I guarantee by the time that show's over, she's going to meet the band. Like mm -hmm. she, she drove that there, far to so that, you know what I mean? There's no meet and greets, right? No, it's just okay because I I feel like they're gonna walk around hanging out anyone anyway. I don't believe in meet and greets. Neither do I. And that's why, I mean, 
I kind of do. Okay, I'm biased. Yeah. I love Bayside, so I'm definitely paying a meet and greet for them. Like, I have exceptions in my mind. Yeah. But the whole thing is, like, bands that play and are genuine about their music, they'll come out and see you after. And Bayside's one of those bands. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to buy the meet and greet. But if you want to guarantee some shit, you know, you're basically just paying for merch. Yeah. Pretty much. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because that's how bands make their money. Yeah. They make their money off of merch, sometimes the music. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why, I tell, the, that's why I tell them, too, like, buy your tickets now mm-hmm. so you have more money the day of to go buy the albums or the merch Be, or any bands. People you know, do not understand bands don't make money on tour. No. They make money off the merch on tour, but they don't make the money. Like they And sometimes pay, they have to pay the money back for the merch. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's shitty because it's not... I don't know. There's certain ways you could do it, you know. Um, I know handguns did the DIY thing. I don't know how that went. I, they, they're they're so genuine mm-hmm. though. They're just all about music. They're all about fans. It was so funny like meeting them because they're from PA, so they have that just fuckery of like bullshit that you just like go in and they're like, hey, what's up, you, and like all this stuff and like, but they're all accepting, you yeah. know, and not accepting. That's I hate that word. They're all real and equal people yeah you know and i think that's difficult to come by in mm-hmm. in musicians in in people in general like it's there's so many times where i'm just like you know especially people my age it frustrates me because you know there's people that stick up for the youth you know but i always tend to say and i hate politics because no one has the same exact views of one party Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own views. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't believe in, like, a president figure. Like, I feel like it should just be a collective. And mm-hmm. maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's not right or something. But I don't think everything's wrong. I don't think anything's wrong because we don't know how we're supposed to live life. Mm-hmm. We're just going off of what we experience and what feels good in our mind, you know? Yeah. And so for me, like, I didn't want to go into politics or religion. But, like, for me, it's like, why... I care what someone else does if it's not hurting anyone else or if it's not bothering someone or if it's not a serious problem Mm -hmm. to you you know I just like to be by myself for myself stay away from me Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pantera right or something like that (laughs) like yeah but it's just yeah and it's (laughs) but that's the truth of it all is like and that's funny because irony is something weird happened between that band and like people in a public eye and i was like wow that's weird but no like the whole thing is like just why do you gotta pick on people why do you have to if someone feels a certain way like if i grew up i'm a man you know and i felt like i was a woman why does that affect you you know why does that affect anyone else Mm -hmm. That shouldn't bother anyone. Now, the only thing I would say is like, hey, if I mess up a pronoun, don't jump down my no, throat. No, no, that's not. Because I'm just as new to this as anyone else. That's not, not yeah. okay. That's why, that's why I dislike religion. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people who are religious that do the same thing where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, it's not God. Yeah. Like, it's it's the, the like, soul in like, you. Well, I don't, I'm not into the, the gay thing because uh, my religion says that. Oh, but you're cool with every other little sin that you're breaking throughout your daily life? Or yeah. The, throughout your entire, that's the one you're latching on to? Okay, cool. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. I just, I love who I love. I don't know if I'm straight. I don't know if I'm gay. I don't fucking care. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not my business to know what I am right yeah. now. I'm just trying to, I'm sorry if that offends anyone that isn't, like, my family or anything. Like, I just, I'm not even sorry. Like I don't give a fuck. Like it's not. It's not your. It's not your life. Yeah. It's my life, and it's, I'm just trying to do what I can. 
know your business what I'm into. Yeah, yeah. right. And it's, I don't know. It's just, just love yourself. You know, don't worry about what other people love or if they love you. That's how it should be. <laughs> no? Well, you have to figure out? No. Oh. We are wrapping up, though. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't do this in the beginning because I, I, I don't know why, but if, if you like what you hear or even if you don't like what you hear and you think we need to get better, you know how to help us? Make a donation. Make a donation. Um, in the links below is our PayPal. Uh, anything helps. I appreciate it. Um, also, if hit that like and subscribe button. So we're close to 300. Um if we hit a thousand, then YouTube starts paying us, and then we don't have to cry for donations. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're we're still trying to grow. We're having fun. We're trying to bring out you know local stuff in the area. Um, all the links in the description is going to be everything that he talked about today and his friend stuff and, yeah. and anything he wants out there. We'll put in the description. And uh, go check out Skookstock on Facebook. That's uh, at, at Skookstock, or you can go to BigTickets.com and search Skookstock and come see um, a lot of really cool bands and come talk to us because we'll both be there. Yeah. Because um, after today, you're officially a celebrity. Am I? Yeah. yeah is that how that is? That's, you're officially oh, a celebrity. It's gonna and, be so weird. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're gonna see him more on uh, things that weren't cool in high school. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited, but also like scared. Like I'm not scared, but mm -hmm. I'm also like. I don't want people to walk up to like you know what I mean. I just don't want people so, to be like. Oh, here's thing. a weird thing. So I don't I don't think it was you because if it was you, Austin would have said it was you. Austin. Austin Blackman. Okay. Austin went into GameStop with his interviews everyday hoodie on, like yeah. when we when we first started, and he said two of the coworkers were talking to each other, and like pointing at his hoodie and like yo that's that local podcast. <laughs> I don't know who the employees were. I don't were. think that was me. He, he would have known it was you. Yeah, I can't you, remember yeah. it. Um, I don't know if he remembers me. Really? Honestly, yeah. It's I'm not saying I'm not bashing him for yeah. not remembering me because I looked way different back then. But yeah, no. And I only went over to his house a few times. He's he's a real cool dude yeah. too. Uh, we played NHL. That's what we did. Okay. Like we would practice and then go to Austin's house because Austin was the other musician and they were like friends with him and uh -huh. stuff. And I was like, I'll just tag along if you want. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I just hey, that's how all my friendships are. I just kind of through video games. Yeah, games. Uh, just hanging out. That's what I wanted to say before this ends. What you should do live stream board games. That would be live stream board yeah, games. That I feel like that'd be entertaining. You might think that's weird now, but like. People will enjoy that shit. People will what, eat what that. What board up. game? Um, I don't know. Like do you, Werewolf. Do you have not one? Monopoly? I don't. Dude, Munchkin's a good one. Um, I have some board games, but not a lot. I have this game called um, what was it? Uh, Boss Monster. Okay. And it's basically like a dungeon crawler, and it's kind of like an RPG game. You go will through. Will it fit on like this table? An eight. Yeah, it's okay. only it's only like cards. Okay. And it has like a little map, kind of. It's really cool. Um, but. Maybe I'll bring it on and something, yeah. and we'll figure something out. But, like, I don't know. I think that'd be really cool. I do. A lot of people don't. So we're always looking for different things to do for like the topic of things that weren't cool in high school. Mm -hmm. So like, week if if there's an episode where we just play board games, like the one episode of banging beers, we literally got drunk and played Cards Against Humanity. That's awesome. Yeah. So like, I well, think I remember who was on me, that. Me, Sarah, Dave. Yes, ben, and I did. We, watch started, we started doing this. Dave is actually my cousin. Dave really? Martin? Yeah, yeah he's started, my we cousin. We started doing this stupid shit the entire time. Like, we'd read a card and it'd be like, The young boy said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, that's on your mixer? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, I have sound effects. That is awesome. So that, we did that for like the whole... So that every oh time we had God. a card, we'd read the card in that voice because we were drunk idiots. Oh, <laughs> that is amazing. See, I... So here's my thing with... Po I'm sorry, we were going to end this, but I just keep like going on. But like, my thing with podcasts is like, if it's entertaining, it's entertaining, but yeah. I also like informative. That's why I thought the Terrain podcast was mm -hmm. so great because it was 
the best mix. Yeah. You know, even though you were like, oh man, this episode, but I was just like, no, this is perfect. Yeah. I like, liked I liked everything. having him on. I was just so embarrassed by Ben at episode. I, I think I, Terrain I was, loved that though. I, was so I think Terrain had so, an enjoyment. I was so frustrated. I, so... Me and Ben had a very serious conversation oh, after that episode. I hope he doesn't feel too bad because that was amazing. Yeah. Was, I just like, don't don't let him hear that. Because then he'll think it's okay to show up like that. No, again. it's not okay. Ben. <laughs> it just was funny to me. Yeah. I just thought it was really entertaining. Because like, I was gonna go somewhere after that episode, and I was like, no, you now, can't I'm, now, now, because I can't send you out of my house yeah. drunk. Oh my god. Yeah, it was. There was a I lot. I would of... love to be on a bag and beers podcast. So soon you turn twenty one. When you turn twenty one. Hypothetically, now. Hypothetically, I am. When do you turn twenty one? Uh, June first. So next year. Next year, yeah. Um. So you just turned twenty. Yeah, I just turned twenty. Um, that's I wanted to talk about. Can we story can we have your twenty first birthday on Bang and Beers podcast? That would be cool. <laughs> I don't know what you would want to do, but I would be down. We would just drink beers and talk. Drink beer. Oh, maybe I can get a celebrity to come to a celebrity. Well, not like a celebrity, but another music like in a successful my 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 uh, my. My keyway, my gateway. <laughs> into and you can bring, like you can bring Eddie back. He's, oh, he's famous too. now. Yeah, damn. He's. He's so weird with things, you know. I love Eddie so much, but I do have to say he was on, yes. he was on a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. How many times did he say I'll be there, but maybe not? But <laughs> he did it a couple times. But he, his, his, what happened was his work got. He yeah. Had to say it no, once. I got you. But he would definitely like. I told Eddie whenever you're home, like I always tell people, like, dude, Wednesdays and Thursdays, I always have a seat open. Thursdays maybe not so much now because I have yeah. Brian, now it's gonna be Dave, Andy, Brian. And then Austin when he's not home from school. So we have a full table now for yeah. the tornado tag. But things that were cool in high school, it's only usually me, Ben, and Andy. And then if Sarah, See, she can make it. I love that podcast, but I feel like I would be just like the odd man out because I'm the youngest. And I still know like about some of that stuff. No, you feel so it's like, it's like, And I've seen Andy before. I'd never like properly, like I met him when I was way younger. Because mm-hmm. he knows like my family on my dad's side yeah. and stuff. For some, I don't know how. I don't know how that happened, but just, I guess, going to wrestling things, like, yeah. they talk and stuff. And that was, wow, was way You'd be a good fit for that show. That would be fun. If you I want to come this Thursday, good. it's there. Oh. Or Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. We started at 8, 8.30. I'm not working this week, so that'd be fun. Yeah. I just, I need to get a license. Like, that's my my biggest downfall is I well, can't drive if you, yet. Dave comes from, oh, he comes from, I think, no, he comes from Cresona. Yeah. So, I have, like, Dave Martin... Yeah. You just like message like, hey, I want to be on the show tonight. He you was me the up? first reason that I kind of wanted to be on this because really? yeah, well, me and Dave have a weird relationship. Like when we were ugh, same thing with Eddie. Like when I was younger, we didn't get along very well. Mm-hmm. But now, like I'm older, and I guess I'm just easier to talk to. Or mm-hmm. the way that I talk is like, since I'm just an adult. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'm barely an adult. You're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> since I'm just there, it's like. It's so much easier. And he was like, dude, you should go on Banging Beers. Or not Banging Beers. You know, he would never refer me to go yeah. on Banging Beers. He's like, you should go on the podcast, like interviews with everyday people. I do the Banging Beers thing. That's what he said. Yeah. And I think you would have a great time because you're doing the music thing now. And I was like, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Because I don't feel like I'm that interesting. But a lot of the stuff that happens to me is like, yeah, it's my life. But a lot of people, other people don't get that. Yeah. You know, aren't lucky enough to get that. And, that's... and I think the more, the re- and the huge reason why I started this too is the more people get to know you as a person and get to know you as your craft, but they, they learn about you, they're going to support you more. Like, if you go to watch a band, you're like, oh, cool, I really like this band. And then you like, 
get to know the band, and you're yeah. like, they're guys are fucking dickhead. They're, that and they're normal people. Yeah. That's the biggest or, or like, thing. this guy's a prick, and like, ah, I might not like this band as much anymore. Or you get to know them, like, holy shit, I can relate even more I've, with this guy now. I've been so... I don't want to say blessed. I, like, you know, because uh, people take that term, and they're like, well, you're not, you know, religious. Fortunate. Like, I've been fortunate enough, and I'm very humble about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I'm a good musician, but... I've been able to meet people that I look up to. Mm-hmm. I got to I got a, gu- a guitar lesson from one of my favorite musicians, who is the guitarist of Bayside, Jack O'Shea. Shout out to you if you see this somehow. You know, I I love you, man. <laughs> Thank you for everything that you taught me, and it was very influential. And I also got um, guitar lessons from this guy Brian that my mom and stepdad know. The only thing that I stopped. The only reason I stopped actually like taking the lessons wasn't because of him or anything. It was just like the way that I've always learned is by ear, by myself. Mm-hmm. I could read tabs, but always take advice. Yeah, like same with the podcast. Like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I always joke around like, oh, these these are my shitty days at the podcast. Hopefully, I'll get good at one time. But uh, but yeah, man, always be open minded to, to yeah. learn. No, I love that. Um, there was a dude that commented on the one cover I did. The George Harrison one, not mm-hmm. that long ago, the Beatles one. And he was saying, like, it wasn't negative, but it, basically he was saying he didn't like it, but he was trying to find things that he didn't like about it. He just didn't like the way I did it, you mm-hmm. know? And, but he was just like, you just got to keep practicing. One day I could see you on, like, American Idol. And then I was like, okay, now well, you now won't. your opinion doesn't. Yeah. Now it's, now it's now not, now it's not yeah. there, you know? That's not what I want to do. That's not, <laughs> and I was just like... I don't know. Taking the negativity, turning it into positivity is like the best thing that you could do. And yeah. I really want to I really want to hit the 3-hour mark. I don't know. I know you don't. <laughs> I just want to do it because that's like that's like all my favorite episodes, you know. Are but, the 3-hour marks. Yeah. cuz you got Timmy, you got Terrain, uh, uh Courtney. Courtney, yeah. Courtney said you you seen her in Pasties. That's oh, she, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Okay. I don't know if she did she tell us the story, yeah, the whole story. Yeah, you went to a we festival, festival and she's like it was hot and I yeah, just put Pasties on. There's a lady, like, yeah, there's there's my, lady there. And she's like, "Well, little Billy's here and I'm in Pasties. I don't care." I that was my 18th birthday party and we spent it an entire weekend in Ohio at a punk rock festival. And my mom was like you know, be careful out there. Um, if any, if you do, if you do anything, don't tell me. Um, I don't want to know. And I was like, okay, hypothetically, nothing will happen. Mom gave me the okay yeah. to do shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just as long as I don't tell. Yeah, her. as long as I don't get in trouble. You know, that's how it's always been, though. Like she's always been a very first time I got drunk, supporter. I was underage at a NASCAR race. Jeez, yeah, my dad. My public. dad. My dad was. Uh, I was like 18 years old. My dad's like, I'll take you to an infield race at Pocono. As soon as you turn 18, because I guess I found out that like Pocono's infield is like debauchery central, mm. like just boobs everywhere. Not the ones you want to see. It's NASCAR boobs. Does that make sense? Yeah, right turn. Yeah, <laughs> like just some big old flapjacks. Um, oh my God. And it's just like drugs and booze and like. So I was just like, all right. So we pull in, and my dad's like, yo, get on top of the van and look around the track and uh, see everything. And I was like, cool. And I got on top of the, the van and I looked around and I looked over like two cars next to me and I was like, why are everyone crowded around this car screaming? And I was like, oh, but like, not like, like cheering. And like, yeah. No, they're like, cheering. So I looked over and this girl is blowing the dude in the driver's seat oh. with everyone cheering her on. Oh, God. And I was like, I went dead, and he's like, "Welcome to Pocono. Don't tell your mother." That's, yeah, it's so cool, but not cool at the same. Yeah. You know, it's a weird thing there. Yeah. It's a weird so, line there. I'd so rather I, have my phone in front of me than not, <laughs> like people. So <laughs> I was wearing, 
I, I wasn't even a Dale Jr. fan at the time, but I was wearing a Dale Jr. beanie because my favorite driver retired, and I was trying to find out who I was going to like. Yeah. And my dad, it was kind of cold. My dad's like, here, just wear the beanie. And I was like walking around. I was like, I'm going to go for a walk. He goes, don't get in trouble. I was like, whatever. So I went for a walk, and if he was like, you like Dale Jr.? Get over here, yeah. boy. And I was like, all right. And they're like, here, uh, have a beer with us. Like, and I'm like, that's good. all right. So I slammed my beer, and they're like, oh yeah, my God. you like Dale Jr.? You got the hat on. Have another, have beer. another beer. And yeah. I drank the beer. I was like, I got to get going. I like, like the part where he drives. That's my favorite part. <laughs> and then I walk like three more st- spots down, and they're like, look at this guy with the Dale Jr. beanie. Just walking around. Like, yeah, just that's my first thing. time. I was like, it's my first time in the infield. I'm like, you need a fucking beer. And like, they're like, Pouring me shots like Jack, and I'm hammering shots, Jack. Oh, I'm God. drinking boot. I'm, I get fucking hammered, and I walk back to my dad, and he's like, "Are you fucking drunk?" I'm like, "I am smoked." He goes, "How?" I was like, "They just." <laughs> like, <laughs> I said, "Every Dale Junior fan in this place gave me a free beer and a shot," and he's like, "Don't fucking leave here. Like, <laughs> Don't leave me. You have to stay here now. You're, I, you're not in trouble, but they are. They are in trouble." So I, I just mind. thought of a fun way that we can we can we can do this last ten minutes. Okay. All right. All right. So you've watched a lot of interviews. Yeah. I want you to turn the tables on me now. Oh. Ask some questions. What well, like? Um. Yeah. Uh, that's you shouldn't have done that. Okay. <laughs> no. Like, what? Like growing up, what was like your main focus? Pretty much in life, as in like. So for me, like, I threw away relationships and, like, family. Not, like, fucking did it again. Not family, but, like, I didn't throw it away. I just kind of focused more on music. Yeah. So I did did whatever it took to fit in. Like I like I said, I always look for acceptance. So you were more for the relationship type yeah. of thing. So yeah. So I was I was more like so then I was like I gra- I l- always loved music. Yeah. Like my dad was a DJ. My, my music was always in my family. I always liked to sing, but I don't have a good singing voice. Why do you think that? Right. Dude? I I would I, if I could be like a singer, I like I could, I'd, I'd know, your... I could retain lyrics so much. What's your go-to song? I don't even know because I don't. That, that's bullshit. I have that's a lot. So bullshit. Like I, I just know. Don't like, go chasing. Sure, I know the, I know the words of that. Yeah, yeah. so I um, love that. <laughs> so like, like I said, and my my spectrum is very broad. Like from pop to rock to Frank Sinatra to everything. You listen to Biggie at all? Yes, Biggie was my shit. Yeah, I, I have the Ready to Die album. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not, I, didn't I, love, you, I, like I love that. Album. Suicidal Thoughts is oh, my jam. Man. Um, but anyway, so. Um, but like to tell people like, oh, I want to sing in high school. Like that's just another thing I'm gonna get picked on for or beat up for. Really? I always yeah. In no, this area, Monte City, dude. Pottsville, the choir was like the go-to. No, like if that you, was if like you were in Monte City and you didn't play sports. Like you didn't, they didn't give a shit if, about you. You so, were a nerd. Pottsville was like, um, uh, sports, mm-hmm. and then nerds were still like slightly appreciated. Well, I'm also there's also like a. 10, there is like a time frame. Yeah, there is. That's why I joke around saying not cool shit. in high school. Yeah. Like, if I went to school and told people I was a wrestling fan and the wrong person heard it, like, you watch fucking dudes rolling around with other dudes, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Or, like, if I went and been like, yo, bro, I've been just playing Pokemon. They're like, you're fucking Pokemon? What are you fucking <laughs> eight, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone was just tr- always trying to act older than they That's were. So stupid. Like, especially middle school, because everyone in middle school, like, seventh and eighth grade, wanted to be like a high school kid by that time. And they were like, so you didn't really. So I was, I always played sports. I never played football. I played soccer, which got me a lot of shit because I played soccer for a different school. Mm, um, that's always bad. And then that's I tried good. to play because um, our school didn't provide soccer. Yeah. So I always got called like fruity tooty soccer player and got picked on really bad for oh, that. Oh, I, th- I, I would have expected like traitor. Like, no, <laughs> that no. stuff happens. I wasn't competing against yeah, my school. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so <laughs> then I was like, my dad's like, I'm going to join sign you up for basketball. And I was like, don't do that. And he's like, why? Oh, he goes, 
dude, you can run. You're fast. Like, if you get a breakaway, no one's because I was fast as shit. Like, I I may be fat now, but I was in really good shape back then. I, I was really fast and like scrawny. But anyway, um, so uh, joined basketball. It's horrible at it. It's terrible at it. But I liked it. I enjoyed playing it. So I just kept playing and playing and playing. And I'd go to courts and they're like, "Yo, you're not good enough. Go play at the other court." And I have to go to the other court. Damn. So then, uh, just always focus on sports and fitting in and just trying to do whatever I could. And then like high school came, and uh, right like so. Eighth grade year, I went from Monte area to North Schuylkill. And in that time frame is when I, like, hit puberty. Like, I was a late bloomer. Yeah. So I was, like, 110 pounds, big glasses, teeth. Not I had Just, I, I didn't have the braces yet. I, I, I was I was everything you didn't want. I had a full haircut. I just – I didn't have the cool <laughs> clothes. I just got fucked with. Go to oh, – and, 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 like, girls didn't talk to me. I got picked on by everybody go to North Schuylkill and I went there with a chip on my shoulder and I was like yo like but that North Schuylkill was a lot different like they would fight in the hallways they didn't give a fuck like it was crazy because like Monte area like I'll fight you after school mm-hmm. because it was nothing because everyone walked home after school for the yeah. most part like North Schuylkill you have a kid from Gerardville and a kid from North Schuylkill there's no way to fight after school because they both get on two different buses and go to different towns yeah they settle in the basement yeah and I was like this is some like it, yeah, this it was like, like fight club shit. it was like going to prison like <laughs> yeah. it kind of toughened me up a little bit going to North Schuylkill so and the teachers there didn't play no shit either because they were like fuck like I seen teachers fist fight to students like they, like, they, didn't, they didn't fuck around so I went to North Schuylkill for a little bit and at that time I, I, I peaked got a little taller the braces came off I didn't need glasses no more I decided to style my hair a little differently yeah. you know what I mean and then I came back to Monte area and I was just like because my house burned down so I went back to Monte area and I was like I'm, I'm here I can't play soccer no more. I'm fucking pissed. I'm not taking shit from nobody. And mm-hmm. I just went there and I just stayed quiet. And that's I, when the spark. Yeah. Pretty much. And I just didn't talk to yeah. anybody except like one or two people. And then uh, I had people come up to me and they're like, yo, like, you're the new guy. Who are you? And I was like, what? And they're like, oh, like, sign my yearbook. And I, cause I came like towards like the middle to the end of school. And I like, and there was girls like, these girls I had crushes on, but I could never say nothing because I was the fucking, like, they called me like the loser kid or ugly or anything like that. So I signed everyone's yearbook, either the loser kid or ugly kid. Nah, dude, mine was Midget Man. Midget Man? Yeah, not even spelled properly. And my friend Tim, who, he passed away recently. And I, you know, it's so weird how life works. He was amazing Mm -hmm. human being and he wrote, like, he would write books. He wanted to be an author. And... So, like, that really inspired me. Do you have me. any of his writings? I do not, know. It'd be cool if you make a song out of something he wrote. Yeah, he was he was just, like, a beautiful person. Like, he was a big dude. Mm-hmm. He was really big, and he was really tall. And so, when you we were... You guys were like, twins? Y- no. The movie we the, Twins. We were the opposite. You know, yeah, like, like I was, like, yeah. the Danny DeVito. He yeah. was, like, the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And I was, like, ah, I loved it. But, yeah, no, it was... it was, We had, like, this really cool friendship. Um... We would fight every now and then. So it's sadly, like, we didn't end on the best of terms, but we didn't end on the worst of terms because I never stay mad at people. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't have the. It's just it's, it's just too not. much. It, it 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 it's too much of a burden to hold on to that yeah. energy. Yeah, and but he was an amazing person, and so we were in middle school one day. And I was like sitting there, and this is when this was like our first time signing yearbooks that like it made sense to sign your books like mm-hmm. so you knew people or who was in your class or whatever and i was like i don't know what to sign i want an aka i want like a nickname i want to be a superhero and he was like why don't you be midget man and i'm like what is that and he's just like you're really short and that's your superpower yeah. <laughs> and something like that and i was like all right sounds great <laughs> like, yeah. so here i am i'm i'm 
putting it down, and I'm like, M-I-J-I-T-M-A-N? And I wrote it in pen, he's like, that's not how you spell it, but I think I think this could work. I think this could be something, yeah. you know? And he he was just great. He was just a really funny dude. Mm-hmm. He was a loud dude at times, you know? But he was amazing. And I really, I miss him, um, but he moved away before anything happened. So, mm-hmm. like, I found out about what happened, and I was just like, man, that's crazy how life could do this. And it was such a weird, rippling experience. It was like the butterfly effect. Yeah, you don't know. Like, you're never promised tomorrow. Well, yeah. And so the way that it happened for... Like, honestly, it's just how my life has been. And I'm not saying it to take away from anything. Mm -hmm. Like, in my life, a great thing will happen. And then right, right after, just a really shitty thing. So the how I was saying, like, I got a guitar lesson from one of my favorite guitarists. The next day... I found out he passed away like and it just kind of brought me back down to earth and I think that's also another reason I'm so humble is because not everything's forever mm-hmm. not everything is you know what so what you should like so when that, that barrier comes up that's this is just me just kind of being weird but the, like that's the universe like saying okay Billy this is your next test we're like we gave you something that made a lot now mm-hmm. we're going to put a burden in front of you to see how you how you go through it mm-hmm. are you going to crumble are you going to overrise yeah well, so you can you can take that situation as like hey this guy who's my favorite guitarist gave me a lesson yeah i will use that lesson for the rest of my life like you lost I, your friend take take, take that relationship friend. and make him if it, if you know i don't know spiritually what you believe well, what if he's happened, still watching but make his name proud yeah what happened was I was just, like, so upset the next day, and I didn't know how to cope with it because it was, like, you know, we didn't talk all the time anymore, mm-hmm. but in middle school, like, he was he was my best... Like, I had, like, four or three best friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I am. Like, I have, like, a small group, and those are, like, my key people. And he was, like, the one that I hung out with sometimes. He was, like, not number two, but, like, he was the one that I would hang out with when my bestest, who I grew up with, wasn't there, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Or even we just all hang out together. Yeah. But um, what had happened was I just like, I just sat there, and I grabbed my guitar and like I started playing a progression and then I was like I'm just gonna record it like fuck it like it doesn't matter and I just sung whatever came to me, and I was crying, <laughs> but I was still like putting it out there in the world and like I think what I said was, uh, is like last night I had the best night ever, and then today I am having. <laughs> one of the worst or one of the hardest days and so i just kind of was like i needed some type of catharticism some to like release this pressure behind me because it also makes me feel like i should talk more to the people that i don't talk to mm-hmm. but you're not always thinking about that you know even, not even the people you don't talk to like don't be afraid to make that connection. Like yeah. one of the biggest things, like even with Courtney, we talked about like we were Facebook friends and we watched what each other did, and then we'd see each other in public and not say a word. Like fuck it, go talk to that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like because because Courtney, like literally, like that was. I'm not ranking my interviews, but that was one of my favorites. Yeah. Like she's so weird. Yeah, she's <laughs> that's weird. The way, but it was that's like, the best way to put I, it. I, I, jo- I joked her. Yeah. I said that 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 interview to me was like. A really good first date like we just we, we just vibed like it was yeah. a good like we learned a lot about each other's personality like mm-hmm. she like i like her like she's an amazing person like yeah. i really like her as a person i love 
I love the podcast where it just kind of keeps going. I hope that's how this one was. Cause yeah. <laughs> but like where it just keeps moving. You yeah. know, I don't I lot, like when I, I it re- stops. I relate know? a lot to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, really I know. I, I feel it. Mm-hmm. Like the whole big brother thing, you know, and um, hypothetically, I don't know, maybe we won't cut it out, but like in... I have experienced the marriage of Juana's, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe believe it out. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, uh, but, and it just was something that, like, when you said it on your podcast, I was, like, thinking about it, and I was like, it doesn't, it didn't put me in that has, it, I'm not saying it doesn't, because I don't yeah. do it. And the reason I don't do it is because I have to set an example for my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to step up, and, like, I had my opportunity to fuck up, and... But I technically didn't, you know. I always feel like I never got to like be a kid, you mm-hmm. know. But that's just something in my brain that's like, oh, you never got to be a kid, so this gives you like one pass to fuck up or something like I, that. I I feel like I didn't have a lot of opportunity the same way, but that was my choice because I wanted to change who mm-hmm. I was for my brother. Yeah, you know I mean? that's, that's how I am. In in it doesn't make me. Like, I don't feel bad for it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it doesn't make me feel like well. That means that I could do this and be like, well, I didn't have, like, a childhood or something. Like, it's just, I don't know. I want my brother to grow up way better than I did, and I grew up great. I mean, you know, my, I my, brother, spoiled, my brother right so. now is a... Uh, he's a, a seaman, right? He, he's a seaman. <laughs> yeah, he's a seaman level two, but he's a corpsman in the Navy. That's awesome. So he's 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 trying to do the right thing, I yeah. guess, to what he feels for the country and See, something I would have... I could never do that. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't have, you know... I love people. Mm-hmm. I would do anything for people, but there are people that I don't know where it's like, not that I wouldn't fight for anyone. You mm-hmm. know, I would always fight for someone who doesn't have a fight. You know, I wouldn't. This may this this is not me hating our military or hating our country, but I I wouldn't take up a gun and go over to another no, country and shoot no, somebody. Fu- that's not fucking. That's that's inciting violence. That's like now if that country decided they were going to land on our one of our the shores of New York defense, City. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get a go. I, I don't, you don't have to have me sign up. Just point me, point me where I need to go, yeah. and, and to, to make our country a better place. Yeah, yeah, and that's like the problem with a lot of people. It's like you're either militant or you're not, and I don't think that's true. I worked with a guy whose family was very militant, and him talking to me like he didn't push that on me. Yeah, he wasn't like he was like, dude, don't do it. Like, don't yeah. do it. You're not yeah. gonna do it unless that's something you have inside of you that mm-hmm. you want to. And I was like, that makes so much sense. And like. Yeah. And it scares me today because there's many opportunities where, like, shit can just go upside down. But that's not just because of this one president. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it, I don't. It would have been the same way. If, like, way do you see if, like, when or if this next election comes and for some crazy reason the Democrat wins this time? All the same people that say you need to respect the president and not bash him are going to be the same ones that are going to hate this Democratic yeah. president and say they're the p- biggest piece of shit and they're ruining yeah. the country. So no matter who's in office, the other side's going to cry about it. It's and just, then the other side's <laughs> going to rub it in the other person's face. It's so stupid, too, because I'm like... And we're never going to grow as a nation because here, of it. Here I am at 18 years old sitting in my room being like, because that what? That's the election? No, maybe I was like 17. Hmm. And I'm just like, you know, this doesn't even matter. You know, and people are like, voting does matter, and I know terrain's big on it, like, voting matters, but, like, to me, it's, like, the way that I see politics is, like, they're, the, you have separations. You're just separating. Mm-hmm. You're just and, making and, categories. And you're literally just telling everybody what they want to hear mm-hmm. for your vote, and then when you get in, you're probably not going to do it anyway. Yeah, and 
I, if I was president, listen, <laughs> um, I, I don't think I could fix everything, but I think I could definitely fix the things that are necessary for my generation. Yeah. And that's how it is for anyone. Like, you can fix the things for your generation in your eyes or whatever, you know? And it's in your mindset is where you're going to think. And if you're at a depressed time, maybe you'll go for the one that's, like, the more militant one because you're like, fuck people. Yeah. I want to fight people, you yeah. know? And it's like, I don't like the fact that we have one president. I think it should be multiple people. That's, like, the, the, the religion thing. Like, I think it's more likely that we Greek gods are a thing. Like a god of thunder, a god of lightning, a god of life, or whatever. You mm -hmm. know, like that shit makes sense to me. Because I don't think one thing could just take care of millions. And I, a lot of people are so... It's closed-mindedness, mm -hmm. you know. And I'm open to literally anything. I mean, I, I, I say I'm not judgmental, but like the reason that I laugh a lot is that's like my mechanism. Mm -hmm. I'll laugh at sad things. I laugh when bad things happen. I just laugh. I don't know why. It's yeah. I've probably seemed like a psychopath. Yeah. Like, but that's just how I am, and it's not. I don't know. I just feel like we we separate more than we should collaborate, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that this is a good this is a good like platform for it you know and especially what me and jared do like just the streaming thing and people are like well you're playing video games you're never gonna make money i did <laughs> um that was the one thing where my stepdad was like you're not gonna make money i think even my dad at some point was like you're not gonna make money you know they're it's weird they're like the same in some way but yeah. they just not agree with each other 100 percent. and i'm yeah. like you know, if you, I feel like if you guys actually talked or something, I, I'll tell you what. Know. Since since I, I mean, I I've got my I got one donation so far, <laughs> um, for like forty five bucks, which I'm super grateful for, and it's sitting in a shelf. Damn. Yeah, which is not a bad donation. Yeah. Um, uh, but the uh, I've had people come on the show like uh, 3D by Nick, the guy who did the 3D printing. That's awesome. he He's did. A yeah, he, he I was gonna it. bring you a gift. I just didn't know what to bring you. Don't worry I was about gonna it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't bring it. If I if I come to the not cool in mm -hmm. high school one, I'm gonna bring it. Um I got I just I just need to decide. It. You know, I'm not gonna spoil right. it. But yeah, but Nick came on and he plugged his business and his and his thing and he's already made enough money from people who contacted him from the show awesome. that he's now buying another printer to make bigger projects. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Nikolai, you know, he's part of the project. He went on and he's, he's doing like really cool things in theater and really cool things with magazines and stuff. Like, so there's been people who came on here and actually had a positive influence with, with stuff and keep moving forward. Yeah. And it's like, and listen, if I don't make a dime, but other people do, then I'm cool with that. You're just, um, you're not the middleman, you know, you're not the messenger. You're just like, you are the, the table and the table yeah you're the table that the, the items are coming on to. Yeah. yeah pretty much and i think that's the best way to be about it and and i don't mean that in a bad way towards yeah. you so you know who, that's who like your, we'll, we'll end on this who was your favorite interview so far like give me your give me your mount rushmore episodes <laughs> mount rushmore of episodes so you get four um dave cheesy's friend Dave, he, oh. well, I guess I wasn't in an interview, but like, you know, when he, he did he, the he, banging beers thing? That was thing, a lot of fun. That was awesome. He's a really cool dude. He's going to be at uh, Skook Fest. He's, uh, Skook Stock. I, I just misnamed my own show. Skook Stock, he'll be there doing photography. Can't wait for Skook Fest. Too. Yeah. That's going to be 2012, yeah. 2020, yeah. 2012. 2020. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the banging beers with Dave was really cool. Um, I don't want to say all people that I know because yeah. that's just, that's just not. Um, but definitely, you know, my grandfather, mm -hmm. my uncle, because I didn't expect them to say anything about me, but I really appreciated that too. And 
there's been so many episodes where I like tune in and you're like, yeah, and then like little Billy or little Eddie, and I'm like, oh my god, oh, that's yeah. much. I love that. <laughs> but, was, there, um, was there any interviews that you got anything out of, like inspired you or made, made you look at a, a, a different a way, De- look at something in a different light? Definitely Tim's because he he's a, he's he is that guy all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's. He is religious, but he has like his I, own outlooks. I, or I actually, I, we didn't dive into towards the end there where he's at now. Mm-hmm. I think he's still very spiritual, and I still think he believes in God. Yeah, but I don't know if he and and Jesus. But I think he has a different outlook on. He things. really the way that you guys talked about religion, I really love because there are like, two different aspects and two different beliefs, but we still want the same things. Yeah, I he's probably my number one. <laughs> I like that as much as I like he, terrains. He's, 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 he's probably he's, my number he's one. Back on. Yeah. I, I love it. He was on Not Cool, he was high, on school. Not cool in high School. And, yeah, uh, and we're going to do an interview with him and his mom. That's awesome. I saw that post today. But yeah, that no. Gonna he's, I'm really looking forward to that he's one. He's a really great dude. And I just, I love the way that you guys talked about religion because it put it in a sense that, like, a lot of people feel, like, scared that they don't know what they believe in or mm-hmm. anything like that. And I'm, I'm at the sense where I'm just like, you don't have to believe in anything as long as you believe in yourself. Like, I believe in, like, karma. Yeah. So I believe in if you do something genuine, you're getting something genuine back. You know, but that doesn't always happen. You know, it, it takes time. It doesn't always happen. It takes time. Yeah, it doesn't always yeah. happen. You know, but and that's why I was I was skeptical. You know, I said that I was skeptical about you because it, we've seen it in town before. Where people mm-hmm. come up and they're like, "Yeah, I want to just bring light to the music," and mm-hmm. then they're just getting paid. Yeah, just I haven't money. made a dom yet. Yeah, yeah. And I really genuinely appreciate that because that that means a lot to musicians mm-hmm. and stuff. And so that whatever you do works around here then just do it yeah a a lot of people like oh you're gonna be famous one day i was like "Ah, if it happens it happens but i'm i'm not i mean yes if someone from not this area listens to this podcast um and they enjoy it awesome but this is i mean i'm making this for a local crowd Mm -hmm. um if somebody who's not locally can and uh, this inspires them and they want to go and do more then Mm -hmm. awesome I'm, i'm all about that too or even if you come to the area, you're like, man, I heard a lot of cool things. I'd love to come see something or go see that band that I seen the interview on. Like, hundred percent, let's let's work. But it, it, I'm more catered towards the the local vibe. Like, I think it's good too because there's a lot of good around here that's outshadowed by like everything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, and... it's very easy. Like like how everyone's talking about now with the the Yingling 190th, where you know someone shot at somebody and then you know what I mean. Yeah, which was weird because. It was right there, and that was like a courthouse or something mm-hmm. like that, and at the courthouse or something in that area. And it's not that far from each other. How do you have all these people having fun together? And you know, one person's just like, yeah. I'm gonna go, and that's what people are talking about like, oh, that happened on this day, way to go, school county. Uh, how about you? They, they put almost 15,000 people in downtown Pottsville, bonded over some music. Everyone had a great time supporting the downtown Pottsville. Um, I I went to the historical society and took a tour. Awesome experience there. I went to you know Walk of Art. I I you know I, I there was stuff I did in that town that day that I didn't even know existed. There's so much in Pottsville. Yeah, there's that, a lot of really cool. But stuff. people are afraid. Like I'm afraid. You know, I, I get afraid sometimes. But it's just, you know, I don't know. You're always gonna be afraid. Yeah. Until you step out and do stuff. Like I'm always afraid to go to a friend's house. Like, I just, I don't know why. I just get scared. I'm just like, it's anxiety. That's mm-hmm. what it is. I'm like, I leave my house. 
I'm like I'm like SpongeBob in that episode with the chip and the penny and the hanky. Yeah. And Sandy's outside getting torn up by uh, a gorilla, a man in a gorilla suit, and yeah. I'm just like, I have my penny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just or nickel or something. Yeah. You just know? give it a it's shot. Like, there's there's a lot of fun stuff out there. Yeah. You Don't really be... do have to step out, and you're gonna be in shitty situations, but you're just gonna have to power through. I'm 20, you know, and so if anything that i've experienced or done or gone through you know in in the quick amount of time that i have like i've experienced so much and and maybe it's overlooked just because of my age but that's why i think i may relate to you or mm-hmm. relate to my uncle's friends and because we all grew up together and i was still a part of that. i don't look at somebody for their age and think this person can offer me nothing because they're younger than me and i think that's a, a mentality that a lot of people mm-hmm. as they get older they lose mm-hmm. But you can learn something from anybody, no matter the age. Mm-hmm. You can learn somebody from matter age, race, sexual orientation, religious belief. You can always learn something. Yeah. And if you don't close your mind to it, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. But uh, that's where we're, we're going to wrap it up here. So that's uh, interviews everyday tea people with Billy Trey. Thank you guys so much. Uh, like I said, check everything out in the descriptions below, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see him possibly this Thursday. I hope my family doesn't care that curse. I mean, I don't think they will. They're very supportive. <laughs> All right. We'll just end on this. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>